Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to bring you my biggest bedding sale ever, just in time for Christmas. Get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. We even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All at the biggest discounts ever. I know my bedding products are perfect for you, and I'm extending my money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all my pillow bedding products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now Casting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now, on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. You don't want to cross a line. There's a line in the sand. We about to let it off. We about to get involved. You don't want to set it off. I told you don't cross that line It's good versus evil, right against wrong You got nothing left but to fight, so meet me on the front line Yeah, we back 
with another We don't care about your color Me and my brother Bryson and Tyson the problem Please don't play with the gunner Told you time and time and again There is a line in the sand There is a time to defend I'm gonna fight with these hands Bringing the fight to your camp Bringing the light with a lamp This a fight song Please tell me what side you on Tell me right now if it's by the drum We up against the devil like you fighting or not, okay? Better not throw in the towel This ain't the time to go bow This is the time to be proud Where is the church? Standing for God We taking the turf We on the side of good I'm glad that I am his friend You don't wanna cross the line in the land You better be focused Get your mind in the plan Going toe to toe Cause there's a line in the sand I'm under pricing, Tyson and Bryson ain't that so enticing Made up my word and I'm not compromising Tired of the faith, true believers are rising We ready for the smoke, you think it's a fight? This is my sword or you think it's a mite? Look in the sky, you think it's a kite? Nah, I still wanna be giving you life People scared to say the truth, somebody got to I mean, I guess I do it if it's not you Look in the mirror cause all you can stop you Promise it's gonna be a revolution before I'm through Bible in one hand, a gun in another If it's not one thing, but then it's another It's not about race, I do not care about your color How I know, cause Tyson is right, but he my brother Ready for the ride, skirt, skirt, burn rubber Can't cancel God, that. That I stutter, never bow down to the mob with my mother. Life is a woman, but mm, don't rush her. Just pick God first and pick everything else behind that. Before you try me, you better remember what that line at. We on the side of good, I'm glad that I am his friend. You don't wanna cross the line in the land. You better be focused, get your mind in the plan. Going toe to toe, cause there's a line in the sand. Line in the sand. Good, I'm glad that I am his friend You don't wanna cross the line in the land You better be focused, get your mind in the plan Going toe to toe cause there's a line in the sand Line in the sand, there's a line in the sand Going toe to toe cause there's a line in the sand To another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved, better half. The Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Did not mean to cut that one short. Not sure how that happened, but. Yeah, what'd you hit? Hey, sometimes sometimes stuff happens. Uh, you know, live production. That's what happens. You know how it happens, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I don't have a production team. Janet, I told you, next time, don't cut us in early. <laughs> Dang, girl. That woman. She never listens. Never listens. Yes, yes. So tonight, uh, we have a real treat. And I know it's more on this side of the table because she's been following all these doctors for all this time. Because y'all know, Mick does the politics. I do the COVAX stuff. COVID stuff. COVAX stuff. Um, And it crosses over a lot. And there's some doctors that I've been following from the very beginning. And uh, Dr. Eric Naputi is one of them. And I can't even tell you guys how excited I am to have him on the show. Uh, This man, he he is, it's, it's literally David versus Goliath. I mean, I'm not even kidding. And yes, Polkadot, I know that USA won today. I did watch the end of the game. Yeah. And thank God. And Go on, USA, going into the 16. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a tough and, one. As my son said on the car ride home, while well, all the, the whole Iranian team's families were getting killed anyway. So <laughs> it didn't matter if they won or lost. 
<laughs> All right. Anyway, without any further ado, <laughs> wow, this has been an intro because the chat has been on fire. I know, the chat's so this been on fire. has been All right. funny already. Oh, so any, anyway, okay. without any further ado, Dr. Nupuni, welcome to this uh, wonderful arena. Uh, we call it the uh, circus. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you both. I love the energy. And I got to tell you, I've been doing national television interviews all day, and I'm really looking forward to just getting and being real with you guys. So let's uh, let's get that's, into it. I'm excited. That's all that, we that's, do. That's good. Yeah, because we're, so, we're real people. Um, I, I let me before we get started. We're just going to lay down some ground rules. OK, there are no rules. Say whatever you want. We don't censor ourselves. We don't care. Cuss if you feel like it, whatever. Um, you know, uh, the, and and um, a, a minute of housekeeping, actually, real quick. My apologies. Uh, we got a rumble comment. Normally, our, our comments are amazing. And, you know, uh, we love the interaction. We love the comments. We read them all. Um, but someone complains that uh, they didn't like to have to wait for the music. Show starts at six. We start the music at 545 because we're listening to it anyway. And if you guys want to listen to it, then you can. Otherwise, show starts at six. We play one song. Chill out. Um, you don't like the cussing. I'm sorry, darling. The topics we discuss require cussing. The world right now requires cussing. If you don't like it, don't listen. Um, and uh, oh, uh, and and smoking during the show. I will say we don't smoke when we have guests on. However, um, we are constantly looking for paths to healing, and it has healed Mick in ways that you cannot even begin to imagine. The only good thing the VA has all, ever done all for All good, all all big pharma medications, and it, it we it literally comes from the VA. So um, you can just go fuck right off, darling, and uh, we won't see you again. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Doctor Nafuti, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. I, I'm excited to be here, man. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about. So we, we really I, do. She she tells me this story about this guy, and I, I I went and looked at your website, and I was um I was blown away because one of the first things that's on there, folks. Now, mind you, Mick used to be a federal investigator, amongst many many other things. Little high speed letter here that came from the Federal Trade Commission, and I I I'm dying to have a conversation with this fella by the name of Richard. Uh, Kosamira, uh, I'd love to talk to him. But anyway, it it advised you um, that your website was promoting uh, vitamin D and supplements um, that were a, a vitamin therapy and vitamin D supplements to counteract COVID and to pre-treat yourself for COVID in 2019. And they determined this and they sent you a letter May 21st, 2020. And this was March 19th, 2019. Was, no, 2020. Uh, no, it was oh, oh. coronavirus 19. Okay, forget it. My bad. Mm -hmm. So, yes. So, I have a question. This letter really intrigued me. I was reading it, and I read everything that you have in here. And I went and looked it up. And I found nine studies now that have come out, and there's more. I just didn't get a chance to the other page. So I was on the first page. There are nine studies that have come out and backed up every single word of what you said. So why are they still going after you for $500 billion? Yeah. So check this out. If you go to my website, fightwithericcom the first thing you'll see on there is 102 studies that support what I say. 
There are 24 randomized double-blind controlled studies that show support what I say. There's a study that just came out, now listen to this, on, on uh, November the 12th of this year, a study came out that literally said, it's in my hand right here, I'll read it to you. This is like the most damning thing that could have ever happened for the government. Vitamin D association supplementation, COVID-19 infection and mortality rates, 600,000 person study. By the way, USVA numbers, government's numbers, 600,000 people, they found that if you were sufficient in vitamin D, that you could reduce the risk of catching COVID by 28%. And the authors went on to say that if doctors and politicians would have talked about the benefits of vitamin D in the year 2020 alone, we could have prevented 4 million cases in America. And this study goes on to say this. I want everybody to hear this. It says that if people would have talked about the benefits of vitamin D, they could have prevented 33% of the deaths in 2020, 2020 alone, which was 116,000 Americans that died. Now, let me, let me say this. I told people the truth, backed it up with science, data, research, and everything. The federal government tried to suppress that information and colluded with social media, big tech, my banks, the insurance companies, medical boards. I mean, the level of... of <laughs> of just absolute ridiculousness that they've gone through with me on this is absurd. I help save people's lives. They kill people because they suppress this information. That's what everybody needs to understand. These studies have been proven that, that if you have adequate levels of vitamin D, that it's a good thing to do overall health, but it's a real good thing to do to help prevent COVID and prevent the severity or death of COVID. So they... They covered it up and people died because of it. Whose blood are on the hands of that blood of those, those individuals? It's it's ridiculous. And the government's still coming after me for half a trillion dollars. I, I, I mean, I could go as deep down the rabbit hole as you want with this thing, but it's, it's disgusting. It's despicable. And they're cowards. I'm supposed to be in trial right now. Yesterday should have been the first day of our trial. And they, they blew us off now for another four months because they don't want this going to trial. They don't want this information on record. We are going to destroy this narrative with all the science and data that they've thrown at us. And it's just, it's just disgusting. Tell me something. Well, is well, this, hold, a, hold, is hold this a criminal? I, I'm, I'm confused now. No, it's civil. This it's it's looks, Alex Jones style. Federal Trade Commission, this sounds very civil. This found, sounds very stupid. And not, not only that, uh, just, just today. Just today, in front of Congress, Fauci was asked, along, along with masks, about why vitamin D, to show the studies to Congress today, he was asked to show them where vitamin D and zinc had bad reactions with human beings that actually hurt, that this was a bad combo, that it didn't work for COVID. He sat there for 45 minutes shuffling papers he could not find a single study that said that well he couldn't find anything i mean he, he, he couldn't could, find anything he literally today. i mean he couldn't, he couldn't find, find his ass with two masks. hands it was the most ridiculous thing ever he couldn't produce the study that made him change his mind from march 30th to april 3rd um from masks are ineffective to all of a sudden everyone has to wear a mask to stop the spread of covid he couldn't find that study um but i know. mean i just find it odd that our 
quote unquote chief scientist, the guy that supposedly rules over everybody in the science department. The greatest mass murderer of all time? Yes. Dr. Anthony Fauci could not find anything that supported the government's viewpoint or the government's case against you. By the way, Tony Fauci, we have him on record saying that he recommends vitamin D and zinc and vitamin C, and he takes it himself. And we also have on record, when I got deposed for 14 hours, by the way, I got deposed for 14 hours by the federal government, and we destroyed them during that deposition. But the federal government had no idea, several things, a lot of things they had no idea. But I said, did you know that the Department of Defense utilizes vitamin D, zinc, and C and their COVID prevention and treatment protocol? They said, no. I pulled out the paper and said, it's on page 27, paragraph three. Why don't you take a look at it? I mean, it's ridiculous. The Department of Defense recommends vitamin D and zinc. Fauci recommends vitamin D and zinc. So the question that people ask me is, Dr. Naputi, you have 102 plus studies on your side, 24 randomized controlled double blind placebo studies that, that, that shows you the new study that came out from the VA that supports everything. Why is the government coming after you still? Here's what we found. Number one, I'm the first doctor that they came after with the COVID Consumer Protection Act. And they said to me, after we showed the federal government all the data, all the information, how we're right and how they're wrong, we asked them, what are you going to lose your enthusiasm for this case? Their response was, we drew our sword against Dr. Naputi as the first physician that we're going after with the COVID Consumer Protection Act, and we're not putting our sword away until there's blood on it. That's number one. Number two, when we asked them, when, when, when they asked us, why, Dr. Naputi, are they still coming after you? They're trying to set an example of me as a doctor of what happens when a doctor stands up. So many people have been pissed off for the past two years because their doctors wouldn't stand up against the tyranny, even though their doctor behind a closed door says, yeah, don't do this or yeah, do that. They don't have the balls to stand up publicly and say it. Well, I do. And that bothers the government big time because you know what's really contagious is courage. Yeah. And there's a lot of really lack of testicular fortitude in my profession. And when when a God-fearing, gun-toting, conservative American stands up and says, wait a minute, this isn't right, this isn't okay, and I've got all the data and science to back it up. In fact, the FTC said to me, well, there's no randomized studies, and the FDA says you have to have two. And we said, here's 24 of them. <laughs> and so let me tell you the real reason behind, big, big reason behind it. Are you guys familiar with the emergency use authorization? Oh, yes, yes absolutely. Okay, so, so here it is. If your people don't know this, Congress gave the emergency use authorization authority to the FDA. The FDA then granted Moderna, Pfizer, J&J, and whomever that were making these supposed vaccines to put them out in record time to have less compliance and you know something that can be done in three months as opposed to five years. But there's one stipulation. There has to, there's a 16-point checkpoint criteria that must be marked off. And there's there, there are certain things that must be met. And there cannot be any type of recognized treatment, therapeutic, mitigation, preventative, whatever the hell you want to call it, that works the same or better than the supposed COVID-19 vaccines. Mm -hmm. So that's why they wouldn't let us talk about D, zinc, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, mm -hmm. all those things that are now being used for COVID, because remember, the, the AMA now says treat COVID like the flu. Mm -hmm. What do you do with the flu? Vitamin D, you know, steroid packs, etc. Zinc. Yep. 
they're trying they were trying to protect the emergency use authorization because if the government came out and said yeah no Naputi's right these other people are right about these therapeutics they would lose their golden calf in a heartbeat and, and let me say this let me say this think about this what they accused me of was violating a little very unknown law i didn't know about it until the federal government sued me on this thing called the covid consumer protection act where if anybody uses fraud to profit during a pandemic the federal government could come after them which i think is a, a great law i think it's great like let's say somebody for example told you that if you got a shot that it would stop the spread of a virus or, st or stop killing people or that it would prevent you from getting sick in the first place that might have been something that the FTC and DOJ might have wanted to talk to. I don't know, Pfizer, who made $100 billion off this already, or Moderna, who made $50 billion off this already. But no, they're coming after a small little doctor in central Missouri because they didn't think that I would stand against them and push back. That's, That's exactly what. what it is. They're going after you because they didn't think, A, you had the money. You couldn't go on that long. You couldn't pro you could not face a protracted lawsuit. That's what people don't get. The government doesn't have sharp teeth. Remember, most of our greatest stuff has been put together by the government. It's always built by the lowest bidder. Remember that there's not a lot of smart people in the government. All right. They, they, they're going to protract this. They're not going to make this look good. You obviously have all your ducks in a row. This sounds like it's a slam dunk. And I hate saying that because it's never a slam dunk. It's always about the jury you pull and where you're at, where you're at Missouri. I, I don't know. Uh, down here in Georgia, yeah, I'd probably say you'd be okay. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. We're golden in Missouri. We're golden. Yeah. Let me tell you yeah, something. Right. I am begging for a jury trial, and that is the last thing. Now, jury trial is the only thing we've, we've actually agreed to do. I want that so bad. I was ready this week to go in front of the jury with our experts. Now, listen to this. I've got three world-leading experts on this topic. In fact, the one of my experts is the world leading expert on vitamin D. In fact, he's the guy that came up with the vitamin D test. He's an MD PhD. He's the most published author on vitamin D. You can't get any brighter. This guy literally wrote the book on it. Okay. He's, he's the guy that said that, um, I, if I recall correctly, and I usually do that, uh, basically you have to take K2 with vitamin D. Otherwise you're just, you're, you're, it doesn't absorb as well. Right. Um, that's, that's the no, best. That's and, okay. and that's that's true with vitamin D2, but not D3. That's a whole different ballgame, but I'm happy to talk about that. But listen to this. I think this ought to get your, your audience a little bit fired up to go, wait a minute, what? This is our government? So I have three experts that, obviously, I had to pay for all this. I've spent $3.5 million out of my pocket. I've spent everything I've had. I literally just sold a piece of property, and I sold a, a car so I could pay my, my legal fees this month. I mean, because this is what they do. They just try to drag it out, right? And so- they tried to throw my three experts out that just completely destroyed the government's narrative, but they had no problem with their expert. They have one expert. Their expert has never treated a patient in his life. Their expert is not an expert in nutrition, vitamin D, zinc, or anything. Their expert is a virologist who makes vaccines, who we found through a private investigator because they didn't admit this to court. We have this. He took a $9 million grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in 2020 to make COVID vaccines. That's their expert. You can't, pardon my French, you can't make this shit up. 
Like, like, and by the way, here, you want another piece of the puzzle that's like a, you can't make this up? Look at this. You seem, you're, you're, you like to investigate, look at stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. This is April 15th, 2021. April 15th, 2021 is the press release that the, that the Department of Justice put out that says Justice Department and FTC announced action to stop deceptive marketing of purported COVID-19 treatments. First enforced action under the COVID-19 Consumer Act. It's me. And it was April 15th, 2021. Remember that date, okay? Mm -hmm. now, tax day. The late tax day. Also the day they sunk the Titanic. But anyway, <laughs> listen to this. The acting director of the FTC at the time, her name was, Re her name was Rebecca Kelly Slaughter. This is what she said, and I quote, the defendants claim that their products can stand in for approved approved COVID-19 vaccines are apparently, are, are sorry, are particularly disturbing. What she's saying is, is that I told people that if you take vitamin D, you don't need a vaccine. I never said that. I told people they don't need a vaccine, period. Okay. But listen, she said the defendants claim that their product can stand in for the approved COVID-19 vaccines are particularly troubling. Now, that is on April 15th of 2021. I got something else to show you. See this right here? This is the press release from BioNTech Pfizer Comirnaty. And listen to what this says. On August 23rd, 2021, FDA announced its first approval of COVID-19 vaccine. Now, you guys might not, not be good at math, but if you know the calendar, uh, April and August. So how in the hell could they tell me that I said that I told them that vitamin D can actually work better than the approved vaccine when the approved vaccine didn't come out till August the 23rd. I mean, you can't, the, the, the amount of stupid that these people are like, it's ridiculous. And, and I may not be the brightest bulb in the pack, but let me tell you something. I know right from wrong. And I was raised that it's a lot. Sometimes it's not easy to do what's right but you have the responsibility to do it. And if you have the responsibility and the ability to do it, you better damn well do it. And I'll tell you right now, the government, all they want is for me to bend my knee and kiss their ring. And I'm going to tell you right now, the only thing they're going to be kissing is not what they want to be kissing. Trust me. You can't, you can't beat me on the science. You cannot beat me on the, on, on all these procedural issues. It's ridiculous. And I'll tell you, it took about three months to convince my lawyers, and I have a great team of attorneys, that, hey, Naputi's right. He's got all the data to support this. They went from, I don't know, to we're going to cut the head off this snake because once they saw how bad this was, they literally said, there's no excuse for this other than this is completely political intimidation, period. And that's what we're dealing with, man. Well, the, the Hydra has lots of heads. Which particular one is this? Uh, this is one of the heads of the snake that we're cutting off, which is big pharma and big medicine. We're going to be we're going to be able to deliver it because here's the thing. Let me tell you something. This press release, which accused me of fraud. So as soon as they were able to in the press accuse me of fraud, the Associated Press took that without even contacting me. They took it and they ran with it. And then what happened was they colluded, the government colluded with, number one, five of my banks. They froze my bank accounts and kicked me out of the bank so I couldn't access my money to pay my lawyers. That's number one, by the way, for a civil complaint, not a criminal. That, by the way, I'm right on the science of all this. 
and people died because they censored this information. Number two, I've been in practice for 20 years. And in 20 years, I've had maybe one or two or three audits where, you know, they're just insurance audits, two or three files, no big deal, never had any issues. I've had more insurance company audits in the last 18 months than the last 20 years combined. The majority of the insurance companies that my patients use their health insurance through are now denying all of their claims because I've been accused of fraud. They've cut my income by 75% intentionally so I can't pay my legal bills and fight the fight. I'm not done yet. They also colluded. So I told you about the banks, told you about the insurance companies. They colluded with my medical boards. I've had to defend my license now multiple times successfully. And when we asked the medical board, where did the complaint come from? It came from the Federal Trade Commission and the DOJ. And listen to this. They weren't upset about what I said. They were upset about how many people heard me say it. What's that tell you right there? Actually, I was going to say that the last reason, my, my apologies for interrupting, but the yeah. last reason that they're really coming after you is because of people like me, because of people that heard you at the beginning. And, you know, the very beginning, all this came out and like, and I, I have no problem telling people, I tell people this all the time. God told me not to take the shot. He told a lot of people not to take the shot, but a lot of people didn't listen. Um, God told us to start this podcast and spread that message. But uh, I listened to you and and we started spreading that message. And as our friends came down with COVID, because everybody got COVID, they'd call us and then be like, hey, what do we do? You know, they'd be freaking out. And I, I put together what we called our, our COVID bag. And it had, it has, I, I make a little vitamin drink with vitamin C, vitamin D, um, zinc, uh, you know, zinc gummies. And, uh, and I, I just, I'd bring that to people with a card with, uh, a doctor's information where they could get hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and they were better in four days. They immediately felt better after just, just drinking the vitamin drink, you know, it's a liposomal vitamin. So it, it absorbs really quickly. But it was people like, and I was like, hey, you don't need to get the shot. Hey, now you've got, now you've had COVID, you've got natural immunity. And I had COVID at the very early, early, early. So I already knew I had natural immunity too. So um, it's people like me that were actively going out and giving people vitamin D and vitamin C and zinc and, and these natural remedies that God gave us to help them get over it because we listen to people like you. And then we convince those people not to get their poison death jab. And so it's, it, we've kind of stuck a wrench in their depopulation agenda and it's, you know, they don't like that very much. So they're coming after you. My apologies. Agreed. 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 Listen, let me tell you something. I'm glad that they did come after me and not some other doctor because I know what I can control and I can control my ability to fold or not fold. And listen, you guys know as well as I do that I'm not the only doctor that stood up and said the same things that I'm saying, but where's everybody else at right now? Um, they're all telling me, boy, good job from text or email, but where the hell is the army at? Why are we not all standing up going, look, this is not okay. And the fact you guys, that people died because of this, like that 116,000 Americans in 2020, that lives that could have been saved if the government and their, you know, their colluders didn't shut this information down. Like the blood of those people is on their hands. And, and that's only 2020, let alone 2021, 2022 and moving forward and all this stuff with RSV and all this crap going on now, there are natural solutions for this, but why, and you know the answer, but why won't 
the federal government and the healthcare agencies, which are not health, nor do they care. They don't give a shit about us. Why, why, why are they not talking about the two big factors that are, are, are four or five big factors that people are dying from? Money. It's all about the money, man. They want to keep you fat, sick, and nearly dead. Look, I just, I'm at one of my offices right now. I'm literally between patients. I got patients getting about an hour. I literally had a conversation with a lady who's in one of my rooms crying. Not because she was mad, but tears of joy. She came to see us about three months ago because she was told she's going to have to have surgery in her neck. Three vertebrae were supposed to be fused. Her insurance company approved a $75,000 uh, surgery without any question. She was going to get $1,200 with a care in my office, and she had to pay out of pocket for it because the insurance company wouldn't pay for it. Now she don't need surgery. Save the insurance company money. It's this is it, it's it's a it's a complete. If you understand what the healthcare system really is and what allopathic medicine is and how it all started with Carnegie and Rockefeller, and you really understand this, like if you really know how bad it is, it's disgusting. And I deal with it every day. And this 2020 to me was just another year of dealing with their stupidity and ignorance that I've been dealing with for, for two decades already. My job is to help sick people get healthy. We save people's lives and they killed people. So who are you going to trust? I mean, it's not really rocket science. Uh, uh, I got to ask, because you got the shirt on, a uh, Spartan? Are, are you a former Michigan State Spartan? Is No, this is this is one of the uh, the logos for one of my companies. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot, he's a former Spartan. My my brother was one. I was going to say, wow. We don't, we don't talk about him anymore. Yeah, yeah. I played college football, but not at uh, Michigan State. But I'll tell you what's funny is is uh, when I'm walking through an airport and I've got one of my, one of my you know, gears on, and I see somebody that's got either a Michigan or an Ohio shirt on. I know that they're looking at me like that SOB, you know, <laughs> son of a gun. Yeah. Uh, that's hysterical. But so, well, hold on doc. Cause, um, you know, I, what are all it's the questions? So mind blowing that they're coming after you for such a ridiculous amount of money because it's, they know you don't have it. Right. I mean, well, Brazil doesn't even have half a trillion dollars. It's insane. I mean, if they're that hard up for money, they should just stop sending it to Ukraine. Um, but anyway, um, but on a, on a different topic, because we've we've really been down a path of of hope and healing lately. We've been looking for solutions instead of just bitching about the problem. We, we go all day long. We've been going for two years about the problem, how the shots are killing people. We talk about, you know, methods of injury, different side effects, personal stories, all of that. Um, but you know, we, we just ended up blackpilling ourselves and a whole bunch of other people. And, and that wasn't the path to go down. So, um, so we've changed paths and we've been actively looking for, for hope and healing. So are you seeing a lot of vaccine injured people? Yes, a lot. I figured because everybody now is vaccine injured um, if they've taken the jab pretty much. Um, what are you finding that works best to, to help them? Well, what we've been doing is I will tell you the most common symptoms that we see together. Now, what's so weird is that there's just so many different symptoms, so many different strange things, because the reality of it is, is that we know and not every person, but the majority of people, at least everybody we see, we know that it that these injections have negatively impacted their toll-like receptors in their in their immune system. Uh, it's caused mitochondrial problems. We're able to measure that. But when we look at their blood, we look at blood under the microscope, and we see the red blood cells that are supposed to be all over the place sticking together in what's called a rouleau pattern, R-E-L-O-U-S. 
And that's an indication of really bad stress in the body, major, major acidity in the blood, which leads to sickness and disease. Um, there was a Otto Weinberg, a researcher, won a Nobel Prize in the 1940s and 50s. They found that alkaline body and, and oxygen creates an environment where sickness and disease can't live. I'm seeing more acidic people and blood sticking together than I have in my last 20 years of practice combined. And so there's different modalities that we're using that seem to be beneficial, but everybody's uniquely different. We're seeing great results with people high dosing, high dose levels of magnesium, magnesium gluconate. Uh, and by the way, here's how you find your dose of magnesium. Take your body weight and uh, take that, that body weight, divide that by 2.2 and take that number times 10.6. And that's the amount of magnesium. Most people need about 600 to 1,000 milligrams a day of magnesium. That's a big one. Um, mm -hmm. High dose vitamin D and zinc are still a game changer for people. Now, I will tell you that we're finding a lot of success with getting that rouleau pattern not to be sticking together by doing two things. There's a formula we put together, and I call it warrior water, but it has activated charcoal, carbon 60, and it has a zeolite in it and fulvic and humic acid. And that formula seems to neutralize whatever poison is in most people's GI tract and in their bloodstream. So those help immensely with that. And then we're really fortunate in our practices. We do a lot of, in fact, there's one right here. We do a lot of vitamin infusions where we take mega doses of vitamin C, silver, and other minerals and put it in the bloodstream. And we get a really great result with that. The last thing I'll tell you that we've been seeing really, really great results with is there's a technology called PEMF, Pulsed mm -hmm. Electric Field Magnetic Therapy. And you think about it, it, it's it's the same galvanic currency of the Earth's atmosphere. So it's like grounding on steroids, and it almost instantly breaks up those rouleau patterns. But since we practice functional medicine in our office, everybody's a little uniquely different. We have them come in, we draw their blood, we look at urine, we look at stool, we look at all this, find out what's out of balance and treat each individual specifically. But that those what I just told you are the common overlaps of things that we're finding. That's that's fascinating, especially what you said about the frequency. Did have, did you see the interview that, um, and I know you're incredibly busy, so I'm sure you don't have any time to watch things, but this one is particularly interesting um, that Maria Z did with Karen Kingston and Dr. Anna, I can never pronounce her last name, starts with an M. I follow her, her sub stack though. Um, you know, Karen Kingston's dug into all the patents and she's, and actually Dr. Robert Fleming said this as well. When they inject you, they're not actually injecting mRNA in you. In fact, when they send samples out to people, they can't, to different labs, they're not finding mRNA in the shots at all. They're in fact, injecting something in you that is a, uh, programming your cells to make the mRNA. So it's, it's, they're like little programs and Karen Kingston uncovered in these patents that it's, it's Q dot tech AI technology, and it can be disrupted with different frequencies because at the core, we all are energetic, you know, beings, um, and we all resonated a different frequency. So, um, anyway, that was, it was just fascinating. Um, and pulling in a lot more uh, and playing with different frequency modalities. And mm -hmm. there definitely is something to that. No question about it. We're, we're observing that change, um, you know, trying to uh, see the change under a microscope while we do the therapy is, you know, it's difficult. You know, I'm not a researcher. I'm a practitioner. My job is to get sick people well and keep healthy people healthy. And that's what we do. And we're getting a lot of really good results. 
you know, I got involved with a lot of vaccine injured people at the beginning of this because one of my clinics is a very, well, we have a lot of diagnostic equipment. So I was having people fly in from all over the country and we were running samples of their blood and their genetics and their, you know, all this stuff to see what commonalities we found. And again, that rouleau pattern, the blood sticking together, the poor absorption, a lot of leaky gut type symptoms. I mean, it's just basically attack the immune system and destroying whatever it is in the system because nobody really knows 100%. I mean, I've talked to Karen. I've talked to Fleming. I've talked to all these. I mean, we all run in the same circle. We have really good ideas what's going on, but none of us know 100% for certain. We know it's not good and it should be there and it's nefarious for what it's done to people, but we're all in agreement that something with the frequency is what really is going to we think really moved the lever the most with this, but vitamins and minerals and nutrition are all frequency anyway. So mm -hmm. it's kind of the same deal. So I have a question of one of our uh, listeners does. They asked, uh, what if you're allergic to zinc? What is something else you can do to replace it? Like I I've never heard of a zinc allergy. That zinc. sounds like really bad stuff, but what if you were allergic to zinc? So great question. Here's what typically it is. It's typically not the zinc they're allergic to. It's typically the shellfish that the zinc comes from in many cases. What I would suggest is to try this. Now, if they're an anaphylactic person, then don't try this, right? But if you take some zinc and your stomach gets upset or you get some, you know, you get some breakouts of skin or your lips swell a little, I'm not worried about that. There's a kind of special kind of zinc. It's a chelated form of zinc. It's a what I use is a gluconate malate chelate combination. The chelated form of zinc is more pure and it doesn't have those proteins in it that most people are allergic to. Now, if you're allergic to zinc and can't have it, then we need to find out why you're allergic in the first place. And you probably have a hyperhistamine response because you're deficient in an enzyme or you might have leaky gut syndrome, which is causing you to be systemically inflamed. Something's causing that. Like most people don't realize that you're not just allergic to something because you're unlucky. There's a reason for that. So we got to get to the underlying cause of it. But I would try a zinc that is is a chelated form of zinc. Those are very hypoallergenic. Try that first. Okay. And uh, did you see uh, died what, suddenly? Died suddenly. Yes, I have. What what was what were your thoughts on it? Because we we played it here um, last Friday, and uh, um, with the premise, I, I'd already watched it, and and I knew there were a few errors, and I and I told people about them in advance so that they weren't distracted by them because the message that that. I, for me, the message that came across was the most was, important, was part. The most important yes. part. So what, what were your thoughts on it? Well, I couldn't agree with you anymore. The, 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 the most important part, the most important part of all of it was the overall message that people are dying and this is what's going on. And there was, let I me mean, think about this, you guys, you know, I've been in practice for 20 years. I've seen a lot of stuff come and go sudden adult death syndrome was never even a thing that we talked about until 2021 or sorry, till 2022. We never talked about it. Like it wasn't even a, now it's like, Oh, it's just sudden adult death syndrome. What do you mean? It's just sudden adult. Like why, how can you just accept that? So stand for sunlight de deprivation syndrome. I mean, it's insane. It's insanity. But what's more insane is that like people just forgot to think, you know, they've turned into COVID idiots. Right. And people ask me all the time, what kind of doctor am I? And I said, look, you know, I used to be a wellness doctor, but now I'm a, I'm a cranial rectologist. All I do all day is pull heads out of masks. <laughs> that's what needs to be done. 
I mean, it's it's a new specialty. So, you know, I the, the the died suddenly thing. I hate to say this, but I've been living that for for eighteen months. I mean, you want to talk about the the PTSD stress the last eighteen months that we've had fighting because we're trying to help patients all over the country get the care that they need in the hospitals, fighting with hospitals, with legal teams. You guys remember all that when we had to rescue people from hospitals? Yeah. Yeah. People's lives we saved because of the protocols. Mm -hmm. It it looked insane. What's insane about it was the beginning of COVID, the, the hospital and hospitalists were really receptive to outside doctors calling and saying, hey, here's what we found. Here's what we've done. Here's what's worked well for us. Why don't you try this? The family wants to do that. You know, let's do it. And they would do it. People would get better. And I remember it was like a switch had flipped. And 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 like hospitals must have got together on like a Friday and said, we're not listening to any outside sources anymore. And I know what happened. It was when it was when the big money started going to the hospitals and they had to abide by the guidelines or else they weren't going to get their money. And people don't realize how much money was thrown into these hospitals. One hospital here in St. Louis, Missouri, where we live and practice, one hospital got $2 billion, $2 billion to follow the protocols. What is the deal? So what I was getting to was I've, I've lived that. I've seen people die suddenly, get these shots, end up in the hospital. Get that. You can't explain it any other way. And anybody that says that you can't argue it, like think about this for a minute. You know, just recently, there was a blood pressure medication that was recalled. It killed hundreds of thousands of people across the globe. Well, now there's class action lawsuits. We can talk about this medication that was approved by the FDA. And now we can sue the people and all this stuff and we can make it right. But why can't you why can't you talk about vaccines if somebody gets hurt or died or killed? It's just it's insane. The 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 freaking level of control that big pharma has over all this because that's where it's coming from big medicine really doesn't they're not i mean they're not stupid people but they just follow the system it's really Uh, who made made that drug by the way oh that was pfizer that made that blood pressure medication that was recalled yet we can't ask them about any of their other drugs we can only base it on that one drug well you know but this isn't this isn't new we've just woken up to it. Now they're just doing it on a grander scale. One of our, uh, one of our good friends and fellow podcasters, Liana, who's uh, over in our foxhole chat. Um, she has three grown adult children who are, uh, two of them are severely autistic. One of them is entirely nonverbal. Um, the third is, um, Asperger's on the spectrum functional, uh, but they all still live at home. And, uh, because where else would they live? They are victims of big pharma to such a degree. And she'll, she'll never get any acknowledgement or compensation from the government or, or the pharma industry, because they still can't admit that traditional vaccines cause autism. Um, now they're saying it's Tylenol. Uh, Okay. Well, you give a child Tylenol after they get a vaccine because they pop a fever and that's what causes the autism. I I don't think so. But anyway, um, it's not new. And parents like Liana have been in this world for 30, 40 years trying to, to deal with the evils of big pharma and the government. And um, now just the rest of us are figuring it out. Yeah, it's yeah. so crazy. And, and and did you know, like, God, our system sucks so bad. And I hate to say it, but it's so bad. And you have no idea until you're licking behind the curtain 
and you're living in it. Like, what do you, what do you mean you're suing me for half a trillion dollars? I've got all this data that shows I'm right. And if we would have told people about it, we could have saved their life. I thought that's what this whole thing was about, was saving people's lives. Oh, it's not? Okay, then what is it about? And then you look at, like you said, the FDA, you know, Tylenol now is, there's all kinds of lawsuits that are happening. And there's several baby formula companies right now. There's a class action lawsuit because the FDA allowed for heavy metals, mercury, lead, cadmium, arsenic to be in baby food in formula. And now there's a class action lawsuit because they're suing because now they're saying, oh, it's causing neurological damage and autism in these children. And they've admitted that that's the case. So it, it's just wild, man. But all that's wait, wait, wait been in traditional vaccines who, from the very beginning. Who, who admitted who admitted that the baby food industry did? So the baby formula industry shows their formula to the Food and Drug Administration and says, do you approve it or not approve it? And the FDA says, yeah, it's good. Please remember this. Most people don't realize this. The FDA does not, on a regular basis, take your study and try to reproduce the study in their lab. They take your two studies, because that's all that they say they have to have, two studies that support what you're saying, and then uh, – and then and – then, um, that's it. There Boom. you go. That's it. That's it. You're gone. Peace. Well, hell, now now with the, you know, the the childhood or the bivalent boosters or the Apparently new, they don't even the have new to test fluvid it. vaccine, they don't even need a study. They can just kill eight mice and say, hey, it's good. So so I I, I literally lost I pulled the rest of my hair out when I heard that because I said, <laughs> look, there's a six hundred thousand, six hundred thousand person study here that shows that everybody should be taking vitamin D and it's the VA numbers. Okay. And you looked at six to eight rats for a baseball study. Like you can't make this up. No, no. And then Fauci's on TV begging for more money for more propaganda to get those booster shots and more arms because they're running out of storage space because no one wants them. Doc, they didn't. They didn't look at eight rats. They killed eight rats. I know. know. Look at them. They just killed them. They said, "Screw it up." Eight rats died. We're good. (laughs) Put it in people's arms. That's where we live. Yeah, it is. And the question that I get asked the most is when is it going to end? Like when, when is, what's the tipping point, you know? And I got to tell you, I don't know what it is for you, but I've already, my tipping point's been tipped. It tipped in 2020. I mean, so when people say, what's it going to take to, I go, it already took, I already did it. Like I already drew my line in the sand and said, no, like, no, you're not going any farther forward. This is ridiculous. You're killing people. It says in the Bible, without knowledge, our people will perish. And, and, the devil comes to steal, to kill, and destroy, and that's what you're doing. So I'm sorry, Jack. I'm drawing my line. I know who I am and whose I am, and I serve a way bigger God than you do. And I'm going to tell you right now, the vengeance is not mine. The vengeance is his, and I'll tell you right now, God hits way harder than I do, and it's about ready to come down on some people in some serious ways. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, you know what? We are more than happy to – to let people um, come to face their judgment with God, we'll even provide the meeting for them. I used to so, do it for Arabs for twenty years. Trust me, I don't have a problem doing it for like, anybody hey, else. You want your seventy virgins? Here Let's you go. go. Smile <laughs> anyway. for the camera. But um, really quick, if we, uh, we got a lot of people that are asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, if do you? Uh, where's your website? Fightwitheric.com. 
Yeah, uh, go, go go to my website, fightwitheric.com. And on the site, it has all the data laid out. I put all, all the, I'll put your interview on there as well. We put all the interviews that I've done on this topic out there. Because here's the reality. I hate to say it, but this is the truth. I beat them on the science. We beat them on the procedures, but I don't trust our judicial system. So we've got to continue to fight and push hard. And the, they backed off for another four months. I was supposed to be at trial today. And and my my legal team told me it's going to probably cost me another $2 million just to get to and through trial. And and look, I don't mind. I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day. I said, dude, I've sold everything to make this happen. He goes, you know what, bro? You did sell everything, but you did it so you didn't have to sell out. And That's me, true. You know what? Take it all away. I don't care. I don't care because it's all about doing what's right, you know, and doing what's right is not always easy. And we need more people in this world standing for what's right so that it can consciously and unconsciously give other people permission to do the same dang thing. We need more people to stand up. If we had if we had half the, the testosterone and testicular fortitude that we did in the 1990s, they couldn't have got away with this. Nope. My parents wouldn't have let this happen. They were waiting. I swear uh, to God, honestly, they were waiting no, for this. No, honestly, that's been that's been planned too. If you think no, about it, it and the whole thing, because right now, on average, a sixteen-year-old boy has less testosterone in his system than a sixty-year-old man. Isn't that crazy? crazy? The average testosterone in the nineteen fifties was around seven fifty. The average testosterone today we see in our practice is around two fifty. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I, I just sent my, uh, was it the, the test? And sperm off. counts that's, down 60%. I wonder in, where that comes that's from. That's in normal. That's in normal people. You see average is 250. So an 833 is not bad. <laughs> no. And, and most of our patients feel the best with 700 <laughs> to a thousand. As yeah. long as you're monitoring it right. And you do the right type of that. Think, hey, think, about, think about this. Let me say this. Let me, Cause this isn't, you think about this. Mm-hmm. One of the safest and most effective things that you can do to help improve someone's health is balance out their hormones. And using bioidentical hormones is completely safe. It only lives in the body for seven to 14 days. You cannot overdose on this stuff. There is no increase in estrogen when you do it the right way and have the right nutrients to go with it. But yet it's still one of the most highest regulated uh, non-narcotic narcotics on the DEA schedule and it's almost impossible to get without complete craziness, oversight, and scrutiny. But you can give people all kinds of drugs that kills them in a heartbeat without thinking about it. Think about that for a minute. Okay, so there we go. There's what? What's the name of these drugs, real quick? Because I got to write this down because I've got two drugs what, within the, the first kill you in a hundred days. Or? No, no, no. First hundred days I'm that I'm president, right that I'm going to, I'm going to legalize across the board and completely unscheduled take away. And I've already got one, unfortunately. And you can't let this one go. But marijuana is getting fucking legalized. And two, what are these things called again? Uh, um, uh, well, I'll tell you this bioidentical hormone therapy, bioidentical mm -hmm. testosterone. I, I'm a big fan of cannabis as well, being legalized all across the, the globe and used properly. I've been a marijuana certified doctor for five years now. It's very good for the parasympathetic nervous system. Yes, we tell them all the time, your, your cannabinoid system is actually your second largest internal system. And, and when you, when you activate it and, and keep it going, you don't, you don't get high anymore. When you, you smoke, you're just, you can tell when you stop, you feel like shit, um, after a day or two, because the, those cannabinoids are flushing out of your system. And that's what 
keeps your system working most efficiently. So yeah. anyway, I've, I've been a, I'm a big fan of nutrition. You can do so much stuff with, with high dose magnesium, high dose vitamin C, high dose zinc, high dose D so many things you can do to help help people. And, and here's the thing. If we're going to, if we're going to cover somebody's opioid drugs for a, you know, $5 copay, that's killing people. Why would we not subsidize their vitamin D, their zinc, their C, their all the stuff that's really going to help them? I mean, think about this, you know, and what's wild is the government had their panties in a wad saying, why are there not any studies already on vitamins and COVID? Well, first of all, it's a brand new disease that's out, dummy. So there are no new studies on anything with this. And number two, who's going to pay for the studies on vitamin D? Because Pfizer and Moderna pay for the studies on everything else, and they can't make any money on vitamin D. You can't make billions of dollars on vitamin D like you can off vaccines. It's all about the money. Do you know, you know, Dr. Sherwood? Yeah, I know. I know Mark real well. Dr. Okay. Good. Oh, yeah, no, he's a good I, friend of ours. He's a good friend of ours. I was, yeah. I was like, man, it's like talking to him. Here. It's like there's <laughs> Dr. Sherwood and just a different Dr. Sherwood. He's saying the same thing. You all should be listening to this. This is two doctors that are saying the same exact thing. Just saying. And look, it's all about the results. Like I live in Missouri. I don't care what anybody thinks, says, or does it's all about the result you get if you put in the right work for the right amount of time you're going to get the proper results i mean i could tell you story after story after story but it's so sad that the victories that should be celebrated are victories that that the government comes after like here's a great example about eight years ago i had a woman come and see us who was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and they gave her about three months to live well we started doing some work with her, getting her healthier, getting on vitamin IVs, changing her lifestyle, getting her vitality back. Well, it was about two years later, she uh, she put a post on Facebook, social media, and said, hey, just want to put a shout out, my two-year anniversary, I'm doing amazing, thanks Dr. Naputi for helping me with my you know, pancreatic cancer, whatever. By the way, I'm not treating her cancer, I was treating her. Two days later, I get a knock on the door at one of my offices. Federal investigator, Dr. Naputi, are you treating people for cancer in your office? What? This is a woman who, who, whose life, who's still alive because of proper therapy. By the way, she lived for seven, she lived for almost seven years after that, six and a half, almost seven years. And that six and a half, seven years, she was able to do things that she wasn't, you know, wasn't going to be able to do. And the federal government tried to come after me for that. And I've got multiple, I could tell you multiple uh, scenarios with that. One of my team members' mother was diagnosed with brain tumor um, five, four or five years ago. Was told again, she had months to live. We changed her lifestyle, changed her diet, put her on a keto, all this stuff. She lived for three more years, I believe. Got to watch her daughter get married, all this other kind of stuff. And we can't tell people about that because, because then what? The federal government comes and goes, bop, 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 what are you doing? You can't say these or do these things. That happened. That lady's life got changed, but we can't talk about it. And I can't even tell people the truth about treatments that they can be doing because the government sued me for half a trillion dollars talking about vitamin D. You think you think they're not going to come after you for telling people about how to stop the replication of a spike protein and other things? I mean, it's, it's just insane. Yep. Uh, well, that's okay. I don't care. I'm not scared. I'll talk to people all day long about B17 and how that can be highly effective against cancer or um, how ivermectin and fenbendazole can help cure cancer because personally, I, I think, and 
based on a lot of the research that I've done, I'm not a medical doctor. I just do a lot of research and I talk to a lot of doctors, but I think most cancer is parasitic, um, which is why ivermectin works. That's why ivermectin got a Nobel Prize for treating cancer. And it's Nobel, not noble, like our good old press secretary was calling it yesterday. Um, but anyway. But anyway. I dare you grass. <laughs> well, yeah. We know you got patients to see, Doc, yes. and we appreciate you taking this time out and coming on here and talking to all of us. This uh, is amazing. Oh, well, last question. Uh, what was the tea booster? Did you did you mention a, t a, a testosterone booster? Well, we talked about bioidentical hormone yeah. therapy. That's one of the best, easiest okay. testosterone boosters that are out there. But you can't have good testosterone if you don't have magnesium in your diet. You can't have good testosterone if you don't have enough vitamin D in your diet. So you can take all those things, but if you don't have the precursors to make it happen, it's not going to work. And getting sick people well is not difficult. It's just getting people to understand that what they think and have been trained health is, is not what health is. Health is not just looking good and feeling good. It's about function. And gosh, most of these doctors are just, well, they're clueless on what health really is. It, it, everybody refers back to the triangle and it drives me nuts when anybody brings up the food pyramid and says, this is what health is. And I'm just like, wow, you are way wrong. You have no idea. But I mean, anyway, honestly, I, I sat down with my dad cause, um, he's about to take his fifth poison death shot and he's, he's, our audience knows how, how poorly he's done. I've been documenting his decline. Yeah. Uh, disintegration basically over the past uh, two years here. But I sat down with him and I was like, dad, listen, um, you know, I've, I've uh, honestly, you might be too far gone. You know, um, my best friend whose son was in the chat earlier. She's, she's good. Like I'm, I'm getting her healthy, but I was like, dad, uh, you know, I can try, I can at least try to get you healthy, but it is going to take a significant lifestyle change on your part. Like you need to eat, you need First off, you need to stop Start by drinking water. He doesn't drink any water whatsoever, ever. He doesn't drink water. Um, you need to eat properly. You need to exercise. You need to take these vitamins. You need to stop taking those poison death shots. And honestly, you need to fire your doctors. And he said, it sounds like too much work. I'll just keep going to my doctors. Well, then, you know what? I'm going to start planning your funeral because at this point, I don't know what else to do. So. Like I said, you can always lead horses to water. You can't, can't make, make them drink. drink. So. But, yeah, but um, but that's okay because there are so many other people that have been impacted by his story because they reach out to me and tell me about it that uh, that they've they've stopped taking the poison death shots. They've started asking for doctors like you to come on so that we can try and find some kind of remedies to heal them. We have, you know, a couple of people in our audience that were forced to take the shots to, to keep their job or stay in the military or whatever it was. And they know how bad it is. And they, they're, they're looking for that path for healing. And so many of our, everyone has friends and family that has taken it. Um, so, you know, y'all don't have to die. True. That's what I'm trying to tell you. We yeah. appreciate you coming on, Doc. Uh, we'll let you go. Have a great night. And uh, we hope you can come back. Yes. I and would love to. You guys are great. Please, everyone, please go to fightwithericcom Whatever you can contribute. I mean, you know, the five bucks, a prayer, whatever it is, just help this guy out because he he's... He's, He's the one that started David all this. Going up against Goliath. Battle lines are drawn. I'm, I named this that for a reason because um, we, we all need to stand behind Dr. Naputi here. And uh, he's he is fighting the fight that no one else will. Very true. So, all right. We Thanks, appreciate sir. it, Dr. Have, Have a great, great night. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
All right. There you go, folks. And uh, wow. He was awesome. Fangirl, you were wrong. <laughs> what? He called you on it. You were wrong. I know. I'm fine with that. I like being wrong. Okay. I, I like when someone but, tells but me I'm you, wrong. You, you added the undertone, that little quip, which I'm normally not. You were not. <laughs> this time you were. Uh, hey, if I'm you wrong, were wrong, I like being wrong. If, I, if I'm wrong, I like for people to tell me on it because then I, I won't get it wrong again. In fact, like I put out, uh, so Tara asked me um, if I would put out the Substack or, or actually put out a Substack of the meaning of DNA and RNA as I've spoken about so many times. And uh, I corrected myself in there because um, I realized that when I had done it the first time, when I'd put it out, I was spelling ribo incorrectly. I was spelling ribo with an H and in dioxyribonucleic acid doesn't have an H, which actually changes the whole meaning. It changes ribo from truth or translator to function. Okay. Hold on real quick on that one, because now you're, what, what you're, hold on. Give me one sec, folks. I, sorry. If you need to see this fight with Eric.com, check them out, please. Mm-hmm. I, I can read this letter to you folks. It's disgusting. It's just going to make me angry again. My blood pressure is going to go through the roof and I don't want to do it again. I read it earlier. I could not believe it. It's on his website. Mm-hmm. If you go look at his website, um, it's, uh, neptunewellnesscenter.com uh go check his website out right on the front is his initial warning letter from the ftc and i could not fucking believe it when i read it i i i I just absolutely instant and then they went through the ftc went through and time shot parts and what they were saying i went and listened to the video in its entirety and I can tell you right now what the FTC was trying to cut and snip it uh, was fucking horrible. Oh, they yeah. did a really bad job of it. If they just go off of the video alone, uh, I, I don't think the government has much of a case. I mean, the government doesn't have any case. They don't care about the case, just like they don't care about the law. We talk about that all the time. So the badass part, though, this is going to be really cool. When he goes to court and he wins, right? Let's just say he goes to court and he wins, right? At that point, he will be given a one-year term to file a lawsuit against the federal government for dragging him through this. Good. I hope he sues them for a half a trillion dollars. I hope he sues them for every dollar that it took for him to get this through court. Honestly, if he sued them for a half a trillion dollars, I might actually pay our taxes. Yeah, because because that's where the money would go. We'd be paying him <laughs> exactly. It'd be weird, but it'd be the only reason. <laughs> hey, watch out on that shit, real quick though. Before we get into it, I want to be. Uh, this is something that came out the other day. I got this from a friend. It was. Uh, it's been passed to me. It's a, a source thing. Ooh. He told me, uh, "Don't talk about that." Don't talk about what? Yeah. the Apparently, our new 87,000 new IRS agents that are going through the pipeline right now that mm. supposedly will oh, be no, no. available for- I, I filed an extension. I'm still within the three years. Uh, no, 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 mm-hmm. no. Listen, that's what they're going to be going after. Huh. So he said you might want to watch that. It's fully legal. Yeah, oh, it is fully legal. I know it's fully legal. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not fully legal. Yeah. What I'm saying is talking about it is getting people audited. Mm. People okay, getting well, then audited, I'll shut my mouth on that one. Go to jail. <laughs> yeah, I got, got you. Me? Got, all right. I'm glad we got that one figured out. Sounds good. Okay. Hey, he he was. He was a good guest. He I I, I was expecting he had some fire. I was expecting a little bit more, but he had some fire. Uh also, just so you are all aware, and I make this readily clear to you all, he is on the Clay Clark circuit. 
I'm going to go ahead and make sure you all understand that yep. ahead of time. But I don't give a shit. Doesn't he's matter. not Still Clay Clark guy. and he's a good doctor. And I had a lot, we had a lot of people that told us that this is the guy you listen to. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been listening to him from honestly, from the beginning. So. I, I, I tell you right now, Dr. Sherwood's one of the Clay Clark guys too. Yeah, so we love and you all love Dr. Sherwood. So, so Dr. Stella. Doctor, love her yep, too. That's how we met most of these yeah. people. Now we're getting the, the this is crazy. It, it's literally, it just started this month, folks. Now we're getting people are reaching out to us to come on here well, because of all of you, because of all of you, people are reaching out to us to come on our show. Actually, this, this Sunday is one that I, I found on my own, not through not part of the Clay Clark circuit, nothing like that. Uh, found him on my own, reached out, um, called him, spoke to him, and uh, he will be coming on this Sunday. And that's Dr. Brett Barker. Uh, he's out of California. Um, I, I, I've been following him on Twitter for quite some time. And um, he wrote, he actually sent me his book, which I just started reading. And uh, we're going to, we're going to dig deep on on Sunday. That's, that's going to be another one. On, so on what? Oh, on, on all kinds of stuff. Like what? Uh, I, on what is his specialty? What is he? Who is he? We so, don't even know. People are going, who is this guy? So he's, Damn a, it? he's, he's both a, Janet. He's a, he was a trauma nurse and, uh, became a, an MD. So he started as a nurse. Actually, he started as a, a tank battalion commander, right? Um, captain, Tank something. Commander. Yeah, tank commander. tank commander. Okay. Um, in the army, and then he he became a nurse, uh, and then he became a, a trauma nurse, and then he went to be an MD, and then he can't work for hospital because he refused to get jabbed. So he actually uh, went back to being a trauma nurse for a while because he you know couldn't work, uh, and then started his own practice, um, and has been treated, has been treating vaccine injured patients actively, lots of them, um, for for quite some time. So oh, great. Yeah. More, more end of the world, mama. Well, Good. no, no, no. More, more. How do, how do we heal? Um, I was talking to him a bit about, you know, some of the, the, the methods that he's using. That's why I asked Dr. Naputi about that as well. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's, 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 we're, we're not going down the, everyone's going to die. No, we're going down the, how do we keep people alive? Okay. But so, Hey, we're still fucked folks. Um, and the Fauci shit, I wasn't bullshitting you about the Fauci shit. Mm, the not. Fauci shit, swear to God, today, standing right in front of Congress, couldn't answer a fucking question. No, no, no. I want the fight to start. That's all I want. I secretly want the fight to start. There's a difference be between the end coming and the fight starting. Because I personally think that we can duke this out and we'll, we'll, we will prevail. I'm not worried about that. Mm. Just saying. Just saying, some good stuff going on there. When you get Judy Mikevitz, I want to be there. We've had Judy Mikevitz. No, we haven't. She's not been on. Oh, I thought we had. No, I've been. Oh, I've no, been she, talking we with talked her people. To her and then, yes, yeah, I've. Um, right. I've been talking with her people. We're, I don't know if that one's ever going to happen. We'll see. We're trying to get something scheduled. All right. She's a very busy woman. Let's do this. All right. The, uh, well, it's only like half time, so. Whatever. Give it'll, it a minute. It'll be fine. Well, it's going to go now. It's too late. You're, uh, I can stop it quickly. Yeah, fuck it. I'll just throw some on top. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. It, it was, then you smoked more. 
I did. You bitch. When I got home. You bitch. Because our son drove. Oh, well then, okay. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah. He was like, come on, This Mom. is the United States Camara, for God's sake. I had you pick me up 15 minutes early from practice so that I could drive home. I was like, dude, we're still going to take an hour, and I would insist that you drive the speed limit. So, you know, I'm going to be skating in just as the show starts. He's like, that's okay. You always skate in just as the show starts. Please let me drive. <laughs> All right, fine. What difference at this point does it make? Exactly. He's like, I'm not going to get any daylight driving hours. Normally kids are complaining they don't get any nighttime driving hours. No, no. This one's like, I don't get any daylight driving hours because he drives to school in the morning when it's still dark out at like. What are your questions oh, about dark the 30. bullets starting to fly? I have questions about. What is that? What do you have questions uh... about? Okay. There's a couple of things about the bullets starting to fly. I have questions about. I'll tell you what. I listened to uh, Mike Adams today. He did a, a short podcast. Um, I, he's got some other stuff going on, but he he agreed with you wholeheartedly that Arizona is going to be the kickoff to the Civil War. Yeah, that's actually that's three. Joe Rogan said it the other day as well. Because, so I'm in good company. Yeah. I just said it before all of them. Yeah. So you heard it here first, folks. I'm just letting you know. Mm -hmm. I, I, I uh, man, it, it, you guys had me so worked. I was so worked up yesterday. I really was. I know. It took me a while to go to bed last night. But there's so much other shit that's going on too, and I didn't want to spend that much time on that. But I think that's really important, and apparently you guys did too, because I got a lot of questions about it. Uh, a lot of people are still asking: Are the people in Arizona really going to let this happen? Would you? What if this was your state, wherever you live? Knowing that with Katie Hobbs taking over, they're going to mandate the COVID jab for your child to go to school. They're probably going to lock you back down after Christmas because they were just talking about that on the mainstream media the other day. Uh, I what, heard that what are, all on what are you all stations do? today. Oh, yeah. I heard that today on all stations, CNN, so, and, and NBC, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, all the way across the fucking board, I heard them talking about masking again. Mm -hmm. So what what are we gonna do? We can't we can't go back to that. We can't shut down again. Whose business can afford to shut down again? No one's. Whose child can afford to go back into a mask again? Yeah, that's a better question. Who's gonna put on a mask again? <laughs> Not me. I threw I fucking burned those bitches. I threw all that shit out. Done. I, I I don't I, I don't know what's gonna go on, but what I saw, the, looking at those people, just looking at their anger, their, and they could tell that they were not even being listened to. How how do you control yourself? I, I'm I'm asking a serious question here, and all of you parents are gonna understand exactly what I'm saying right now. Okay, tell me something. How many times have you yelled at your son or daughter or tranny for that matter? If you don't know anymore, I, I'm cool with that. But if you yelled at your son, daughter or tranny, how many times did you yell at them? And they just didn't fucking like the whole look on their face was just. Well, honestly, when you start yelling, I just tune out. I would uh, much rather you talk to me. I mean, what was your reaction what was your reaction to your son, daughter, or tranny? What did you just go, good job, son? No, 90% of the time, you slapped the fucking taste out of their mouth. 
After you're done mud stomping their skull into the ground, you yell at them and say, if you ever do that shit to me again, I will fucking kill you. Because that shit doesn't happen in my house. But that's what just happened in the people's house in Arizona. That's exactly what just happened. Mm-hmm. They had a bunch of five punk motherfuckers up there. Sorry, your two minutes are up. Your two Get minutes the fuck are up. Out. Your, your two minutes are up. Yeah, sir. You're, Thank no, you no, so much. No, bye bye. Thank you. Your, your time's up. Thank you. Uh, bye bye. Uh, no. How many times would that happen to you? How many times are you willing to just take it and walk? Hmm. I, I I can't. I me personally. What once doesn't even cover it. Half a second. The second I see it, I'm done. It's it. I lose my shit. I'm I'm sideways. The fact that those people went up there and still spoke, still tried to air their grievance, still tried to tell that government that, hey, look, you're not listening to us, dickheads. Well, I don't, you know what? I'll tell you what, while, while we do this, I actually want to, I want to play something different. Um, while we do, uh, while we do our tribute, it's a different kind of tribute. Wait a minute. You don't get to change tributes now. That's well, not the I, way I, that I works. know. I know. We all agreed on this I, one. I gotcha. It's it just, was an, it's a family just, agreement. It's just for today. It's just for today. Okay. All right. Maybe. Um, if it's just today, it, it's, it's a, it's a song. All right. Um, yeah, leave us up there. That's fine. While we do our tribute and, and, no, and I do it differently. And Sorry. Let's, let's play the song. Whatever. Justin had better cameras than we did, and I don't have his cameras. We have one of them, don't we? Yeah, but I don't have the good, good one. I know. Well, that's fine. We don't. We have. He did a better fine. job with it. I couldn't do that. I gotcha. And he had just one person. It's okay. two people here. Okay. First song is going to be a song called. Uh, What's your name? It's our uh, current single out on Texas radio right now. Song that I wrote um, over the past few years. What's your name? On our last uh, record, Uh, self-entitled Jake Flint. Come out. Goes like this right here.
do an even more devious quip. Knowing in my front pocket was that fire you desire. All the lighters in the smoke hole, she wanted mine. She said, what's in a name? I said, stop right there. And then a place behind her ear if you wrote blonde hair. I said, I ain't no Romeo and you ain't Claire Danes. Well, I'll give you the slider if you tell me your name. Oh. Well, what's your name, little girl? How'd you make your way into my world? A rose by any other word may smell sweet just the same. But I'll give you this flyer if you tell me your name. There ain't a lot of pieces left in this old chess game. I will light your cigarette if you tell me your name. Well, what's your name, little girl? Well, how about you stay here a while and in my pocket and I offered you an open flame said I'll give you this lighter and tell me your name well I'll give you this lighter and then you tell me your name she said it sure ain't Juliet as she drew down my flame So that was Jake Flint, y'all. He is a country singer, obviously, and a songwriter. He married his wife, Brenda, on Saturday. And he died in his sleep Saturday night. Jesus, one more time. Oh, my God, woman. <laughs> Thank you. Died suddenly. You're right, Liana. You're right. There will not be a riot tonight. Not in my show. <sighs> we don't riot on my show. There's just so many. There's too many. Yeah. What are you going to keep talking about it? Yes, I am. Because Fuck how Vanessa. many more did Thank it have you, to be? Thank you, Tara. Thank you, Tara. Holy shit. Everybody agrees with me. How many more that do there have to be before we say enough is enough? Before we stand up and say, don't take any more fucking death shots. Before we say, don't put that poison in my child. Before we say, don't put masks on us. Before we say, don't lock us down again. How many more have to die before we stand up? I guess it kind of goes, well, now you're hearing it from her, folks. What's it going to take? Man died on his wedding night night after but okay no he got married on saturday they woke she woke up sunday morning to a dead court a dead husband in her bed okay yeah it sucks yeah yeah it, it doesn't get much worse than that yeah, it does not for her really you get married day before you leave go to another country and you die there you never even got to spend any time together 
Tell me how that's not worse. Oh, and by the way, you were talking to the person all the way up to the point right before his death. And of course, you find out before anybody else does, because that's how the wife circle works. It's actually, um, that's, that's not worse. And the reason it's not worse is because when you marry an active duty soldier, you always have that possibility in the back of your mind. And you're always a little more prepared than civilian wives. So you were prepared for that government vehicle to pull in front of the house and yeah. two people in uniform get out and come to the door. It would have sucked, but yeah, I, I, in the, in there was always, there was always a part of my mind that was prepared for that. Absolutely. You don't go into that kind of a relationship without being able to prepare for that. If you can prepare for it, that's when, that's when it doesn't work out. True. I, I can, I can, I can attest to that. I live that. I know exactly about that. Yeah. The, the first wife tried to kill me. Same thing. Wow. More or less. I mean, more or less. Some days I can't blame her. Most days I can't. But, know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you thought about putting antifreeze in my food. I, I don't put antifreeze in your food. I talk openly about killing you on a regular basis. With pineapple. This is true. About? This is true. She does. Jesus. She does. It's true. True. I won't true. say anything behind your back that I won't say to your face. This is true. It's the person I am. Same here. Oh, Tara. Yes. Anyway, her husband is dead, whatever mm. way to, or where he died. It, it, it sucks. That's the shitty part. How many more? But okay. So now I ask this question, right? And should we forget them? Now I ask this question, right? So everybody says we've been at war. Well, been at war. Okay. Where, where we've we been at war. Where have we lost soldiers? We got people in jail right now. We haven't lost anybody. Have we? Well, okay. Maybe uh, the five people that died January 6th. You could say we lost them. Yeah, we lost We lost those, those. Two January 6th prisoners have died so far. And one guy got beaten so bad that he lost an eye and now yeah. he has cancer and they won't let him have treatment. Yeah, I heard about that too. I mean, we're losing them, yes. Um, do they? Do they still count? Absolutely. But if we don't have control over the system, how do we free them? Everybody thinks that the way of control is through Donald Trump. I have bad news mm -hmm. for you people. You are wrong. You are wrong. We are the power. We, you all, me, you, not Donald Trump. We have the power as a group. We have the power as an individual. We're weak as a group. We are strong as a connected group that listens and talks to each other. It says, Hey, look, so much we can do here. We are strong as an individual. We're weak. They can roll us up like this doctor you're seeing together. We are mighty. And we will continue to be that way. But we cannot consider ourselves defeated. The only person that is defeated in war are those that admit it. It's why we never surrendered in Vietnam. It's why we never gave up the goat like that. It's why you don't see it happen. 
if you surrender, think about it this way. You talk about people who, for instance, we talked about those patients tonight that the doctor had. And they went in, they were told they had months to live. The doctors told them they had months to live. How many of you people... The, the mustard gas peddlers told them they had months to live. Stop. How many of you people have seen a family member that went to see a doc? For instance, I have seen this happen right here in the same town that we live right now. I have seen... No, don't move that down there. Put that right up here. Put it up here where I can still see it because we're still going to do it. That's because fine. fucking A, okay, Leanna's right. We're not That's changing fine. That's shit fine. for anybody. I'm fine with that. So whether or not he died on his wedding night or not, that's immaterial. We're not, we're not changing shit for anyone. Um, but anyway, think about it this way. So those family members, and I saw it, like I said, I saw it happen right here. I saw her uncle. I saw the day that he was diagnosed. I saw exactly how he looked. He looked exactly like he did any other day I saw him. Mm -hmm. Nothing had changed. Okay. Mind you, I left. I left for a while. I was gone for a good six weeks. I came back and I was walking around with everybody else. We were in the store and me and my buddy, all of a sudden, boom, her uncle standing in front of me. Didn't even recognize him. And I could barely even tell it was him. He was skinny. He was frail. And he had been told not more than two months before that, that he had terminal cancer. There's no chance. When it happens that fast, that is the sign of defeat. Mm -hmm. The person accepted the day that they were told, hey, you're going to die. I was told the same thing. Okay. You were I was told, told by a doctor. By a doctor that I had five years to live, mm -hmm. that I was to get my affairs in order to ensure that my family and my son at the time were taken care of. I was told by a doctor, a doctor in a white coat, whole bit. Top neurosurgeon in the country. But you ain't going to make it. 85% chance you'll be dead in less than five years. It's been what? Eight, 17 years. 17 years now. Mm -hmm. Still here. Mm -hmm. Still kicking, folks. Yeah. Don't give up. Do not admit defeat. There is no defeat. I don't bow for anybody but the fucking Lord our God. That's it. I bow for no man but God. Think about it. We, we've got to have a stiffer upper lip than what we've got. This shit's got to, it's going to get ugly. We might have to fight. And I keep asking you if you're ready. I will. I will to the end of time. Are you ready? Might be tomorrow. Might be, you know, the crazy shit is, and I was thinking about this the other night, let's say 15% of our audience and we have pretty big audience. I looked at this analytic program the other day too, by the way. Mm-hmm. $7,985 is what they want for a year's coverage. Fuck you. That's what these other companies are paying. No. Ridiculous, right? No. I so don't anyway, care. We have I, don't, a big I don't care that much, honestly. Let's just say 30% of our audience is in the age bracket from, let's say, 50 to 75. Okay. Do you know the scary part is I could count on them? Crazy check. We have done that. I could count on them to pick up a weapon and come do something 
mm-hmm. before I could count on the younger generations. That's a fucking scary thought. Mm-hmm. It really is. No, it's not. Because as we stated earlier, they have higher testosterone levels than the 16-year-olds these days. It's true. But I mean, I always remember my whole life, I spent my life looking up. I never looked down. It has got to be weird as fuck for the older generations to have to look down and say, yeah, I guess we'll we'll pick your asses up again. And we'll fucking powder that shit again. But, uh, okay. Because you nose pickers can't figure this shit out. And uh, whose fault is that? Honestly, our kid is 16, right? So you look at Generation X. My, that's that's our generation. And, and older. We coddled. And we didn't. But honestly, most kids, people younger than us. They were coddled by their parents. They were given everything. They got fucking participation trophies for showing up. Shit, what I, did you expect to happen? When when I when I was a kid, uh, you know, one of the craziest things, it was so it was I I still remember it like it was yesterday. We we were kids, we played soccer, we started out with soccer. And I remember, uh, it was like, I crazy was, Chuck, when we went back, the doctor said, how the fuck are you still alive? And then they wrote him up in the new England journal of medicine. Sorry. Crazy Chuck said, you should have gone back to that doctor and said, hi, I'm still alive. I said, we did that. I've already done that. Yeah. I've done that quite a bit <laughs> yeah. and I keep showing up and he's like, dude, you are a bad petty anyway. Um, but when I was a kid growing up, we played soccer. I remember like one day we were playing soccer and my dad, you know, He's, he was always a hard ass and he was our coach. And I remember we ran up and this one kid and I, we, we caught shins and you catch shins bone on bone. That ain't no fucking joke. And we caught shins and man, I thought I, I broke my leg in half. I thought my leg was fucking broken. My dad came over and he looked down at me. He goes, what's wrong with you? My dad, dad, I think I broke my leg. He's like, get, get the fuck up. Walk it off. And I was like, what? What? Dad, aren't you like all the other kids are like watching dad do something like don't be a dick <laughs> like dad. And he's like, no, 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 fucker. Nah, you don't get to do that. Nah, get your ass up and go fucking go back to practice. And I was like, holy shit. See, and then that night my dad came back to me. He goes, hey, you, you know, when we're out there playing soccer, I'm your coach. You're a player. We're back here. I'm your father, but we're out there. Sorry. Yeah, I can't, I can't do that because no other kid would ever look at me the same way. And I couldn't for the longest time. I fucking hated him for it. And then I was like, holy shit. That motherfucker's right again. Fuck. My um, my dad has always been right. We should just go listen to my dad. My mom's the same way though. I, I fell off my horse when I was 13 and it was ridiculous because I should was, get back and get back on. <laughs> I, I was literally, uh, no, I, I, my horse stopped at a freaking 18 inch cross rail, right? I regularly was in competition where we're jumping around four, three and a half to five foot fences, right? My horse stopped at a fucking 18 inch cross rail. Cause I was at a competition. I was warming up and the warm up ring was like right next to a road and truck came down the horse stopped i was not expecting it flipped right over landed on my arm dislocated my elbow right my mom she's right there watching she fell off the fence she was laughing so hard <laughs> okay 
literally fell off the fence because she was laughing at me so hard. And I stand up and I'm like, mom, I'm really hurt. And she's like, no, you're not go catch your horse. I'm not going to catch your horse. I'm like, okay, fine. And I went and caught my horse. And then I came back and she noticed that literally my, my elbow is, was dangling weird, right? Because my elbow was straight up dislocated. So my whole forearm was dangling. And she was like, oh, you are hurt. Hmm. I guess we should call an ambulance. And I was like, okay, mom, that'd be nice. But she taught me a lesson. So then, um, you know, at the next time I fell off my horse when I was 15 and, uh, we were out on the trails and, and I was jumping a five foot fence and we'd been doing it all day. And my horse stopped at a stone wall and bucked because then he realized that he never stopped. And so he tried to stop, tried to jump it from a standstill and he bucked on the way up and I flipped over his back and he kicked me in the shoulder. And then I landed on the stone wall and I broke my ribs and dislocated my shoulder and shattered my whole shoulder blade and dislocated my hip and dislocated my knee. And I got up and I fucking popped everything back in. And, and I was like, let's go catch my horse. Cause he went running down the middle of Ridgefield, <laughs> stirrups, <laughs> like just running down the middle of a little town in Connecticut. And I didn't go to the doctor for like four days until my mom insisted. And by that point I was already, uh, you know, a massive bruises and healing, but, um, on the mend, I, I really was cause to fucking walk it off. If you're not dead, fucking walk that shit off. Knocked out half my tooth. This girl, uh, Lindsay, this girl elbowed in a basketball game, knocked out half my tooth. My dad said it looked good and I wasn't really tasting blood. (laughs) Hey, let's not make fun of that because I might have to admit to that that story, that horrific story I had to admit to earlier. And uh, we just won't get into it. Anyway, I will say though, um, because uh, Dr. Naputi actually, I believe, started as a chiropractor, uh, chiropractor saved my life for real. Um, after that injury, especially because I'm allergic to all painkillers and synthetic everything. And they wanted to like re-break my fucking, they wanted to re-break my collarbone. And like, I was like, fuck you. No. Anyway, I went to a chiropractor like three times a week for a year and I was I was great. They told me that if I didn't have, I was going to have to have surgery. And if I didn't do it, I was going to be in a wheelchair by the time I was 30. Nope. Nope. Went to chiropractic care. It's funny you brought that up because my, you know, I was just thinking about this the other day. You remember the conversation we had with Justin when we were at his house mm-hmm. and I, he, we, he asked me, he's just like, he was like, you're probably, you, you probably aren't scared of anything, are you? And I was just like, no, actually I am. I got to tell you, I, I, cause I have to have surgery. And he was like, what are you talking about? You have to have surgery. I have to, well, when I got blown up, my collarbone got broken. Well, they didn't know it was broken and I wasn't really awake to tell them it was broken. Well, that motherfucker healed and it was never reset properly. So currently my collarbone is digging into my shoulder. So every time I pick my arm up, I'm like cutting parts, like tendons, ligaments, this, I got shit snapping back and forth. They told me I had to get it operated on. I was like, okay, not a problem. Normally I'm perfectly fine with surgery. I don't have a real issue with it. Don't really fucking care. Right. I've had tons of them. Well, one day I was sitting there and, um, thank you fucking YouTube. And I just happened to be on YouTube and I was watching this surgery going on and the surgery was, they were re-breaking a person's collarbone. 
I'm like, oh, this sounds interesting. So Ooh, I'm getting, what they want to do. Kind of getting the popcorn out, getting ready to sit down and watch this. And um, you know, they go through all the prep part, and they 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 sh they show you where they're going to break the collarbone, this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, okay. And then I see this like tanker's bar. Everybody knows what a tanker's bar is, right? It, it's a square bar, and it weighs close to 18 pounds. Um, it's fucking horrendously heavy. We have one around here. And um, the bitch is long, and it's got a point at the end. And on the top, depending on the type of tanker's bar it is, if you have a Rex tanker's bar, it's got a hexagon top with a handle just above it, that hand shield that protects the hand. Well, the reason that's there is so that a motherfucker can hit that with a sledgehammer and knock that tanker's bar down so they can pop the pins on a tank tread. Okay. All right, Mick, I'm tracking. So what the fuck does that have to deal do with collarbone surgery? That's how they re-break it? That's how they re-break it. With a fucking a motherfucker bar. jumped on the table right above the patient who's laying there with his arms splayed out like this. And he's got his head turned and his eyes are taped shut. And he oh, fucking shit. takes his fucking eight pound sledge on top of the hex tapped hex topped tankers bar and breaks the fucker's collarbone. No, just no. Tell me something. Do you guys see me sitting there doing that? No. Nope. Nope. I said, you know what you can do with that goddamn fucking surgery? Yep. You can nope. take that shit and shove it directly up your and ass. And I said your arm was going to fall off. You wouldn't be able to use it. They literally was like, your arm's going to fall I, off. I don't care. That was what, like five years ago? I don't care. Let it happen. I, they did. They said point, it was going to fall off four years ago. At this point, I could care Whatever. less. What I, difference does it make? When, when, <laughs> what difference at this point does it make? With flames coming out of their butthole. Okay, but hold on. I want to get back to something real quick. Something you said when you were talking about all of us, you know, being together, right? There's a, this came out of the Guardian. Can loneliness, can loneliness be cured with a pill? Scientists are now asking the question. Chronic loneliness has little to do with being alone. Experts say, can a pharmaceutical treatment help lonely people form meaningful relationships? No, no, just no. Will it, will this miracle drug? I just have a really serious question because guys would not be lonely anymore. If this miracle drug would let dudes suck their own dicks. If that was the case, guys would never go out. Nobody would be lonely. We'd be fine. Science says that it is meaningful relationships that ease loneliness, not a full social calendar. This led some researchers to turn their interest towards medicine. Could a pharmaceutical treatment help lonely people form the meaningful relationships they crave? Basically, yes, they want to drug you into being somebody that you're not so that people will like you. <laughs> okay if you don't like me the way god made me then i don't want to be around you i don't care what drugs you give me okay the cure to loneliness i agree the cure to loneliness is meaningful relationships where do you find meaningful relationships you find them with people that think similarly to you that don't think you're crazy if you have 
theories that other people call conspiracies that, um, you know, they, that you don't believe that the government is just there to help you all the time and they would never do any harm. And I swear to God, they're not trying to kill you. You know, where do you find those meaningful relationships? You find them here. You want to combat loneliness? Come hang out with us for two hours a night. And if you're a libtard, you're pretty much fucked anyway, because you're probably like on on online right now looking to see where you can get your 15th booster. So or um, these uh, loneliness um, you know pills. What? Some people they yes. call them acid You drops. go take your loneliness pills and we'll hang out with our friends. Okay? With meaningful relationships. And if you think that people in a chat room aren't meaningful relationships, I can tell you that just today I texted with four different people that are currently in this chat. And that happens fairly regularly. And it's not always the same people. Anyway, just I'm just put saying. The down for a second. <laughs> so, yeah, Fauci. Hey, by the way, uh, I'm just going to get through some quick stories while she's smoking that. Um, hey, you guys remember when I talked about the census? Remember how I told you the census was going to come back to bite us in the ass? Yeah, we talked about it again like two weeks ago that it came back to bite you in the ass. I brought up your win. Yep, there it is. There's the story. It just hit all the big news now. Uh, they're now talking about how that census fucked us royally. I, I told you all that. We already knew that. But we knew that a year ago. Whatever. Hey, uh, there's a lot of people I listen to out there. Um, you know, I was asked being pushed into an operating room to have brain surgery, by the way. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a small surgery or anything. I mean, it was your brain kind of small. One, one of the doctors looked at me and he said, uh, tell me, he's like, why do you trust us so much? And I at look, this point, I, what I, difference does it make? No, I, I looked at him and I, I thought that was a re really odd question, but I could see it was coming from a very serious place. And he was like, you seem so willing to go in and just get cut. And I was like, I looked at him and I said, Doc, I said, uh, we're both in the military. I said, granted, you're in the Navy and I'm in the Army. <laughs> so be it. Uh, we'll let those things. We'll, we'll let please, bygones. Please let me wake up with my underwear still on. We'll let bygones be bygones. All right. Um, if you ask me to, if you asked people what to do, okay, if somebody asked you to go in and clear a room and only kill the bad guys and leave everybody else that wasn't a bad guy alive, would you be able to do that? Well, no, never been trained to do that. I said, okay, no one's going to come up to me and ask me to go in and fix somebody's brain while they're still alive and return them still alive because I'll return them dead. <laughs> True. He said, okay, I see your point. I said, so should I be worried here? Because we're about to go in here. You're about to be on the spot. I mean, should I be worried? Is there something we need to have a talk about? Is this like a coach and a, and a, and a, you know, a stud going out in the field, you know, Hey coach, win one for the Gipper type thing here, you know, win one for my fucking Gipper asshole. But he was like, no, no, it's nothing like that. I was like, okay. I was, he's like, I've never seen it before like that. I was like, all right. So I'm a weirdo. He's like, well, I knew that. And I was just like, 
them? What? Why are you asking? They've me never these seen a brain before like yours. I don't know. That does not surprise me at all. Not in the least. I don't know. But anyway, it, when I was talking to this guy, the point is, if you're going to ask a guy to do something, you ask a brain surgeon to do brain surgery. Obviously, you ask a rocket scientist to do rocket science shit. If you're talking about money, I would tell you, hey, Robert T. Kurosaki is the guy that you're going to talk to because he's the guy you need to listen to. There's a couple dudes in this world that I say, hey, listen to him. This is one. Um, yeah, he's the guy who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I've met him a bunch of times. He used to come to I, the hotel and do I know. Uh, He do, does like, a seminars. lot of shit. The guy yeah. is fucking awesome. All right. He just said, look, we're on a huge bubble right now. Financially, this economy we are sitting on what he considers the teeter-totter if we teeter too far one way the bu bubble's gonna pop one way if we teeter-totter too much the other way the bubble's gonna pop that way we're fucked either way but we're on this bubble and there's not a whole lot a whole lot right now we can do we don't control inflation. We don't control 90% uh, of this other shit that's going on. And his warnings have been going unheeded. Next week, I, I don't know what his thing is. Right now, next week, silver's about to jump gold. Mm -hmm. Silver is like a couple cents of jumping gold. When that happens... He said it's going to cause a shockwave in our economy, something we have never felt before. He said this could be something that rivals the Great Depression of 1929. Mm -hmm. This is a big deal. It's coming. All right. This is we can't stop it. Nothing can stop what's coming. Bingo. Just keep that in the back of your mind. Silver is about to be more expensive than gold. That's some really big shit. That's craziness. And I. So like, it's like $25 an ounce and gold is like 3,500 an ounce. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. Russia done. All right. you, you have not looked. Right. I have not. I don't. I don't follow Russia, the financial markets at all. Russia flipped all of their currency over to gold back currency. Mm -hmm. All of Russia's currency currently is gold back. Mm -hmm. All right. What they also did, though, they diluted the market with gold. Oh, so gold's cheap now. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Price has been dropping like a rock. Okay. And silver has been going up steadily. Yes. Yeah. So I know silver has been increasing like 15% a week or something like and that. And they've been, he's saying like, if this okay. happens next well, week, this is a big deal. This yeah. is a really big deal. Hey, y'all want to get your silver? You should go get it now because it's about to be, it's, it's very scarce. It's hard to come by. I'll tell you that. Um, but DefiantSilver.life that gets you the affiliate link to Dr. Kirk Elliott. Um, he will get you your silver. Uh, you know what? He'll, he's our, he'll, he's our feet. He'll be our featured sponsor of the day. How's there that? you go. Dr. Kirk Elliott, uh, double PhD in economics. Yeah. Um, he's a smart motherfucker. He really is. And it's uh 8% flat rate above and they don't fuck around. Like they, they don't just you send your silver you? and forget about you. You want it mailed to you? You get it mailed to yeah, you. Yeah, you want to keep it in a depository? Keep it in the depository. Keep, keep, keep it in the, the depository. depository. Um, but uh, me, I want it mailed to me. Yeah. Why? Because I'm protecting that shit to the end. Oh yeah. I'll ride yep. that boat to the fucking bottom of the sea. Defiant Silver life. 
go get your silver today. Dr. Kirk Elliott. There you go. Yep. Anyway, uh, moving along, uh, we got time for anything? Not really. Um, what time is it? No, we got about 10, we got about 10 minutes. No, no, we have 15 minutes. We got 20 minutes, 30 minutes left. All right, fine. Yep. Where do you want to yeah, start? Yeah, we'll keep going on this. You want to start here? Sure. Well, well, cause actually, uh, why not? Because we've, we've, this whole, this whole show so far has been about, you know, COVID. The biggest crime in history. The, the biggest crime Pretty in history. Much. And Ed Dowd's uh, newest number is coming out. Okay. We'll see. What you're saying, I think what makes people's heads blow up, and, and it's even still hard for me to grasp it. This is not a small miss. You're looking, you're a Wall Street guy. You know, a small miss on the on the margin of 5% or 10% or something like that can drive earnings. You know, miss a quarter, a stock could tank. These are multiple order of magnitude misses. I mean, this is not even close. How did that happen? Uh, that's that's a great question. I have a theory of the case that would take a while to talk about, but it's basically there was a institutional momentum to get vaccine passports is my theory of the case that it was a system of control to help manage the global uh, sovereign debt meltdown and control populations. Now, whether the vaccine was intentionally screwed up or, or it's a mistake, you know, that's that's not for me to determine, but they screwed it up and it's devastating. And it's it's this is the biggest crime I've ever seen in the history of my career. And it's the greatest information asymmetric information gap I've ever seen, meaning, you know, we on the war room know it. You know it, Steve. Lots of people know it. Some of the lawmakers I talk to know it. But 90% of the globe has no idea what just happened to them. And it's, you know, we're, we're still seeing, as of August of this year, 36% excess mortality. Uh, I've seen the Society of Actuary numbers. They don't publish them uh, as regularly. as They only publish them annually. So we got 21 in August. 2022 uh, August, the month of August, 36% excess mortality rate for millennials. It's still going on, Steve. This is, I, 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 it boggles my mind. And the lack of um, uh, noise on this is just the crickets we're hearing from our health institutions and politicians and the drug makers. It's just, it's, it's to the point now where they know what we know. I'm calling it a cover up. I'm calling it criminal negligence at this point. It's, it's a disaster. Wow. 36% excess mortality hmm. in the United States Wow, of working age people age 18 to 54. That's where the actual numbers come from. Um, 36% excess mortality. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Uh, in fact, there are now three vi- varsity high school football teams that have canceled the remainder of their season. Hmm. Huh. Vate. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, San Diego. Big surprise. Hmm. Um, let's see. Ooh, they're uh, saying that gold's 1800 still. Yeah. Gold's 1800 silver's 2160. Huh. What All is right. that story then? Uh, so Let me reread that. Hold on. Give me a second. Akimo's High School in Michigan. I could have sworn that's what he said though has shuttered its football season due to the number of players available and health concerns regarding the remaining players. 
School district in Nebraska canceled its football season because 20% of the team is out for various illnesses and injuries. And then the Bellevue High School in Kentucky was the third known school to cancel its football season last month due to the limited number of healthy players available. What kind of high school doesn't have healthy players available to play football to at least put up some kind of team? What about your your junior varsity? You're just going to cancel your football season? Hmm. Weird. But then again, you know, we've seen 38% of schools out, 50% of schools out with the flu well before flu season happened. So, um, yeah. Anyway. Oh, no, my bad. You're right. My bad, guys. He was speaking overall. Please do not listen to what I'm saying, what I'm going to say next. I would get out of paper assets. The world economy is not a market. I believe the economy is the biggest bubble in world history. God have mercy on us all. Those were his words, according uh, with grim warnings about the health and markets and the economy over over the next years. Indeed, the author of Businessman has been relatively downbeat about the global economy, offering pessimistic predictions. Back in 2020, he said gold was going to drop more than 80 percent silver. Uh $100 worth of silver would be down over two uh, 261 and Bitcoin prices would drop to 19 as the world attempted to emerge from the lockdowns and the market onset of the COVID ban- pandemic. Kurosaki's comments on Friday came as economists are predicting that the recession in 23. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me say that one more time. Economists are predicting. Karisaki's comments on Friday came as many economists are predicting a recession in 2023 for the U.S. economy after a series of interest rate increases that have been implemented by the Federal Reserve combat to surge inflation, meaning all of our prices are going to go through the fucking roof. Okay. And gold would be actually probably pretty cheap then. Okay. And then he said in his markets, uh, yeah, well, he said that he still expects gold to be surpassed by silver this year. I don't know when. Well, he did predict, though, that the Russians were going to buy up all that fucking gold. And they did. And they bought it when gold was not. It was particularly cheap. It wasn't that at its highest numbers it had ever been at. And I was pretty impressed that they went for it. But. Okay. Well, well, speaking of money, you know, we spoke the other day that, um, that the Pentagon failed their audit, Mm -hmm. right? Again, again. So this comes from news punch. All right. Pentagon can't account for $4.4 trillion sparking fears of another nine 11. That's the headline from news punch. The Pentagon cannot account for $4.4 trillion, according to a new Department of Defense audit, raising alarm bells, not just because of the obvious lack of accountability and oversight, but because the last time the Pentagon lost an an enormous sum of money, 9-11 happened. Donald Rumsfeld was due to testify about two point about a missing two point three trillion tr- trillion yeah two point three trillion before Congress on September thirteenth two uh, thousand one. However, the case was put on hold after the events of September eleventh. The paper trail was destroyed when one side of the Pentagon was blown up, and the two point three trillion dollar case was brushed under the rubble. The new case of the missing trillions and the combustible 
political climate in 2022 has left many commentators fearing that something big is about to happen again. The Hill reports that after 1,600 auditors combed through the DOD's $3.5 trillion in assets and $3.7 trillion in liabilities, officials found that the department couldn't account for about 61% of its assets, Pentagon Comptroller Mike McCord told reporters on Tuesday. Federal law since the early 1990s requires mandatory audits for all government agencies, and since fiscal year 2013, all but the DOD have been able to satisfy that requirement. The sheer size and scope of the department, which makes up for more than half of the U.S. discretionary spending and has assets that range from personnel and supplies, notice they they claim people as assets, uh, to bases and weapons, make it difficult to audit. In December 2017, defense officials set out to scrutinize DOD's books, the first comprehensive audit in the of the agency in its history under Donald Trump. I put that in, not news punch. That effort failed the next year and the four that followed. The agency had never expected to pass. However, due to accounting issues, officials said it could take years to fix because auditing records needed to complete the assessment were not available. All five audits received a disclaimer of opinion, though there have been improvements each time. McCord, who served as Pentagon Comptroller from 2009 to 2017, and again, since June of 2021, said the most recent audit required 220 in-person site visits and 750 virtual site visits by Pentagon officials and independent public accounting firm personnel. What they found were several new weaknesses in how DOD accounted for its assets, which include nearly 2.9 million military personnel, equipments and weapons, including 19,700 aircraft and more than 290 ships, and physical items, including buildings, roads, and fences on 4,860 sites worldwide. How the fuck do you lose a ship? How do you lose a physical building? How do you lose two? How do you lose three million people? Actually, that's, I think that's the list of its assets. That's not what they, they, they lost. Um, McCord said that while he prefers to focus on the progress in this year's audit, each time the progress is getting a little harder due to much of the lower hanging fruit having been picked, meaning the simpler issues have already been weeded out. And now they can't account for $4.4 trillion. (sighs) So, so again, where'd our money go? Folks, I'm not even going to speculate. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you who knows what these retards in charge of us. Oh, you know who else is? Oh no, this is fucking hysterical. I saw, saw, this is hysterical. Okay. Now hold on. I saw enough and, and there's a lot of other vets in here that saw enough in what we did with money in Afghanistan and Iraq. And I can tell you on a couple of my rotations, both in Iraq and in Afghanistan, I was the guy going to pick that money up. Mm -hmm. And that was not some small amount of money. And it was cash. Yeah. And I picked it up fucking pallets of cash on a fucking shit hook. Pallets of wrapped up cash. That flew me to my location. And I locked that money up and I was responsible for that money. Mm-hmm. That was no joke. And we had to account for every dollar we spent. 
Mm-hmm. Everything I've, that we did with it. Didn't see a fucking red cent of it. And let me tell you, let me tell you right now, I am telling you, this money prop, that's where that money went. I, I can, but if they're missing planes and ships, my problem with that is how do you lose a fucking building? How do you lose a ship? I mean, just how? There's a lot of shit in this world you can lose. Shit. I just lost a fucking drill and I'm pissed off at myself because I did. I have no idea where the fucker's at. I know in a month I'm going to find that bitch and I'm going to be pissed with myself. But how do you lose a building? How do you lose a ship? These are questions I've constantly asked people. And I, I, I nothing. I, I, I just get the. This, oh, this, only about uh, no, no, Sparky, I, I, only I about half same. of it got left to the Taliban. They can account for that. All that shit's on eBay. What, what's that? The, the all the gear we left behind in Afghanistan. Yeah, no shit. That's probably three quarters of it. But this is what we get. We ask those questions. Uh, Look, there were some folks that did some shit that was way Tara over the said top. One of my husband's units lost a helicopter. How do you lose a fucking helicopter? How do you lose a I, helicopter? I'm just saying. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, well, this is this one's funny going along with um, the theft of goods by the government. Um <laughs> Theft of, theft of hair by the Conan? No, no, no. So, so do y'all remember that straight up freak that was the nuclear official, the the one that likes bondage and and um that the what they call him the fucking gender fluid, he, it, whatever dude dresses dude looks like a lady um with da, no hair, da, you know, and like and, yeah, like no, and he like 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 he he worships Satan, no joke, like legit worships Satan. Anyway, and they they hired him as like the senior nuclear official. Okay, so um in 2015, just on a side note, he apparently defended underage gay prostitution websites. Um, Matt Damon, which anyway, so uh, so kids are looking mofo. Uh, his name's Sam Britton. Anyway, um, he he went. In, he was in the Minneapolis St. Paul Airport on September 16th, and allegedly he just walked right out with a Vera Bradley suitcase worth two thousand three hundred and twenty-five dollars. Just took it from the luggage cell and luggage carousel, and and just and just walked right out. And now he's been arrested. <laughs> For felony theft. Well, that's um, that that is that is interesting. That's really funny. He's according to court filings. Surveillance footage shows Britain taking the luggage, then removing its tag identifying the owner before leaving the airport. Britain was used uh, was observed using the luggage during at least two other trips to Washington D.C. He just straight up stole this chick's suitcase, a Vera Bradley one. Walked out and and then <clears throat> I don't know, sniffed her panties and threw the rest of shit away and like used her suitcase while he went to go work at the White House. Dude. He's the smartest man I've ever seen. He said when a police officer called Britain on October 19th. This is the United States Commander, for God's sake. 
Britton confirmed that he still possessed the suitcase, but then claimed it was his. If I had taken the wrong bag, I'm happy to return it, but I don't have any clothes for another individual, Britton told the officer, adding that was my clothes when I opened the bag. How dare you? Uh, two hours later, Britton called back and apologized for being not completely honest, adding that taking the wrong bag was a mistake because he was tired. A defendant... Uh, oh, because it was tired. What was it <laughs> Defend- wearing? Defendant said when they opened the bag at the hotel, they realized it was not theirs, read the court filing. Defendant got nervous. People would think they stole the bag and did not what to do. Defendant said they left the clothes from the bag inside the drawers in the hotel room. Uh, ultimately charged with felony theft of movable property without consent, a charge that could result in a five-year sentence, $10,000 fine. Ding dong, motherfucker! Ding down, dude. Okay, people take wrong bags at the suit at the fucking airport all the damn time. First off, it has your damn name on it. If it doesn't have your name on your luggage tag, it actually has your name on that white sticker thing with the black lines. You know, it has your name at the top. So. That's just straight up bullshit. But if you get to your hotel and you realize that you have the wrong bag, you know what you do. You do what you do when you lose your suitcase. You call that baggage claim line and you say, hey, dude, uh, just just got to my hotel, realized I opened the bag and it ain't mine. They will send someone to come pick it up. Trust me, it happened at the hotel that I worked at all the fucking time. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. At least, at least once a month, the the baggage delivery guy was picking up a bag rather than dropping one off. I was on a first name basis with them. They will come pick that shit up. This dude is straight up lying. You know that's not the first time he took a fucking nice suitcase either. Come on now. He's done this before. You've done this before. He yeah. has done this before. Anyway. <sighs> Just funny. There's so much more to go over. Don't, don't do this one. We're going to save this for another day. Actually, that's the interview that I was referring to, uh, the Karen Kingston one. Um, but play, play this real quick. That's play. Well, unless you, oh yeah, you know yeah. what? Get to that. I want to get to that. Get that's to that. That's a big deal because right. that's a win, I think. Yes. You want, you want to turn. So eh, sometimes they do. Some are louder. Some are, don't you dare. Okay. I won't not have it in. So, um, the the Hawaiian Ministry of Defense has not, you know, they were super quick to issue a fake missile warning, but um, they they can't seem to tell people that lava is flowing. And in fact, I read a story today that said that um, they were keeping an eye on it, but uh, it it was just rumbling. That it wasn't active, that it hadn't actually exploded yet. Lava is flowing down the fucking island. Motherfucker, that bitch is erupting. If so, you, all right. So one more time, what did we tell you? We said that there was another one that was that erupted before. So we talked. We talked last week about the two volcanoes that were going off in Siberia in Russia, and we talked about the. Um, ring the, of fire. the ring of fire ring and of fire. we said if the, if the ring of fire was activated what would be the next one to go off and what is the next one hawaii there you go maulau maulau whatever is it's the called. one is the one on the small island mm-hmm. now hold on real quick Col- uh 
was it Kalawanu is not, on the I've big not, island. I've not been told. Is when, on, when, when you were convincing me to marry you, you told me that you would take me all over the world, including Hawaii, and you have not lived up to that promise, so I cannot tell you the name of that volcano. Sorry. Kilauea <laughs> is the one on the big <laughs> island, all right? That is the one that has not erupted in 2,000 some odd years, all right? That shit's no joke. All right, big fucking deal with that one. If that one pops, I I will 100% say that the Ring of Fire is active and we all <laughs> fucked. I already told you we were fucked, so it don't matter. You really want to go to Hawaii that bad? Not I mean, anymore. <laughs> I was about to fuck, say. That shit's on fire and they require vaccines to like do anything. No, fuck off. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not going to. I wanted to go to Hawaii like 12 years ago. It was cool to go to Hawaii. Way past that now, jeez. Well, I had to go to a bunch of other shit. Sorry. Anyway, I just think it's hysterical (laughs) that this shit is happening. Oh, anyway. So I got to play this one. Uh, Oh yeah. So all right. Um. How many of y'all have an Apple iPhone? Because we have Apple iPhones. (laughs) We have Apple computer. We've got Apple tablets. Um, Just because I, just because we hate Apple slightly less than we hate Bill Gates. Um, You know, there's just no other choices. But, um, you know, Apple's threatening to take Twitter off of the Google Play Store. Okay. Off of uh, Apple's threatening to take Twitter off of the App Store, and Google is threatening to take Twitter off of the Google Play Store. They both are, and apparently they want like thirty percent or whatnot. Like they're they're like straight up trying to extort Elon for money. Okay, and Elon was like, "All right, we're going to war." And let me guess, this is his rally. No, no, no. So then, well, he he tweeted this Fortnite chimed in and said, you know, we're not on the Apple Play Store because we wouldn't fucking pay the 30%. Oh. And they're like one of the biggest games out there. Yeah. And yes, Elon is talking about making a new phone. The e-phone. Oh, yeah. The everything phone. With the everything app, which is very similar to the We app in China that, you know, tracks everything, your social credit score. I know Elon wants the everything app. Do not trust this man, people. Okay. He, false I, I'm, profits. He don't trust he, he, false he, profits. Did we just maybe. hear that? Yes. Yes. Don't trust we false, just hear false profits. He legitimately may be the Antichrist. I'm not sure yet. Um, I know you were told that he couldn't, be, you know, that they wouldn't trust him for that, but it, mm, it doesn't mean he's not a good demon. I know. So um, his profile picture on Twitter is still him in his Baphomet costume, by the way, just so you know. Um, but anywho, go ahead and, and play this. So, yeah. <laughs> of the platform unification directives. For years they have given us their songs, their labor, and their dreams. In exchange, we have taken our tribute, our profits, our control. This power is ours and ours alone. We shall prevail. (laughs) 
So that was two years ago that Fortnite was wow. banned, and they put that out then. And but now they they uh, they tweeted that at Elon, and it's getting traction because he retweeted it. I, I don't know what Fortnite is. I, I I know it's that game thing that kids play. I, I I'm not I'm for Fortnite. Your, I'm your not against like, Fortnite. Your, my, your my youngest son's like number son is 10 like in number, the country. Yeah, is like top ten in he's the country like, in Fortnite. It's ridiculous, but he's ridiculous at it. I, um, I don't know what it is, but whatever. Anywho. But uh, but but that's okay. Um, this one is the no, one I want to no, address. We don't have time for that. I will go into uh, that. I want to do. I want to play the whole thing in right, depth in, tomorrow. In its entirety. All right. Because I I cut the I I downloaded the entire good, thing good, and good, cut good. out the entire portion, and we will do that right, tomorrow. Right. But this this is funny as fuck. This is Alex Stein going off um, going after um, Balenciaga. Oh shit! Mm -hmm. That show went after Balenciaga mm -hmm. too, huh? Mm -hmm. That's weird. How do you feel about the head designer Balenciaga, Lada Lada Volkova, posting borderline child sexual abuse images on his page? Are you a cop? Okay. Well, sorry. Why are you supporting a company that is, that literally promotes pedophilia? Well, I mean, obviously you're providing security for them. So this company here supports pedophilia, Balenciaga. I'm, I'm leaving right now. I don't think okay, so down, you're literally so. defending Lada Volkova, who has a lot of images of child sexual abuse on her Instagram. So are you guys going to disavow this pedophile company you guys work for or what? You guys are a bunch of pedophile sympathizing no, no, defender pieces of shit. He put, he put that down. What's your badge number? What's your badge number? What's your badge number? What is your badge number? You're having to give me your badge number. Oh yeah, pedo defender cops don't do that, do they? So these are these are pedophile defending cops right here. Sir, how do you feel about child sexual abuse images on Lada Volkova's Instagram page? The head designer Balenciaga. So, so obviously that was not Alex Stein, but he um, put that out on his on his channels. Wow. Cause uh Yeah, it's a great people question. Are hey, where's uh where's what's her name? Uh didn't we just hear from uh, the 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 twat that used to be Kim Kardashian? Yeah, married to yeah, Kanye. Yeah, yeah. She said she um or ye? she she yeah, she was sorry that she'd been quiet for so long um about this. Uh but she was trying to cover up her tracks in child sex trafficking no, to make sure but that she didn't she, get she, in any trouble. She said something about uh, you know, she'd spoken with Balenciaga oh. and uh and and they they'd reprimanded their photographer. Oh, they had no idea what was going on. They're suing them now. Uh, yeah, which is such fucking bullshit. Because I'm sorry, that photographer that was told. Yes, to that, take those that, photos they, that way. You don't put out a million dollar photo shoot and not no. have any idea what's in it. No, no. that's not how that no, works. That's not. You, no, it doesn't that was go the direction the of the designer that, that he magazine. called out there. Exactly. That works for Balenciaga. Exactly. Um, but yeah, now all that now all this is coming to light too. It's just amazing how and that works. Kim Kardashian's involved in this. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is all going downhill quick. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. seriously? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, we, we keep wondering why people are, well, we don't wonder why people are going crazy. Like I said, I put out a, a substack today on Tara, at Tara's request on what DNA RNA means. And I found, because I did it all fresh and checked the spelling because I wanted to make sure it was absolutely correct um doxyribonucleic acid ribo when it's spelled without an h as it is in dna um actually translates to dio is god um 
X, Y is man. Mm-hmm. Um, ribo is function. Nucleic is inside an acid as fire. So actually ribonucleic acid is the function of God's fire inside man or the function of God inside the fire of man. I guess it would depend on how you, you worked it out. Um, well, what would be the direct translation is what everybody would want to see. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily what you worked out. It's, it's what is the direct translation? God, man, function, inside fire. God, man, function, inside fire. Mm-hmm. And then ribonucleic acid is function inside fire. And then mm. m- the messenger RNA brings that function inside fire from God to man back again inside you weird right so i i I see the way i when i when i wrote it out when i looked it all up and i went through it all all again i saw the fire of god as the source inside you the fire of man is your soul so if your soul disconnects from the source because the message has changed. Wait a minute. It's dioribonucleic acid. Dioxyribonucleic acid. Okay. Forget it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put that sub stack out today. So you can uh, check that out at patriotpartypod.substack.com. Um, but again, they're wondering why people are going crazy. Well, that would be one explanation that they're literally disconnected from the source at the genetic level. And, and here's another one, uh, a Latvian psychiatrist researchers link psychosis to the MRNA COVID vaccine. What psychosis are they referring to? Psychiatric researchers from Riga Stradens University in Latvia on the Baltic Sea report, while the mass COVID-19 vaccination fits into an imperative to end COVID-19 pandemic, rare side effects of cardiac, gastrointestinal, and now psychiatric issues can and do occur. Specifically, in this case series published in the journal Psychiatric uh, Danubina, after receiving the second dose of an mRNA-based COVID-19 vaccine, the patient immediately developed anxiety, nonspecific fear, and insomnia as the prodoma disconnected from reality one phase of psychosis. In the weeks ahead, the patient further slipped into a psychotic condition represented by delusions of persecution, delusions of influence, thought insertion, and delusional behavior leading to an attempted suicide. Lasting eight weeks, the providers were able to reduce symptoms with the use of antipsychotics over a period of four weeks. While no abnormalities were viewed, for example, no structural changes within the brain nor other potential underlying triggers from a neurological abnormality or any observable alteration in laboratory tests. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me see mm-hmm. that real quick again. Yeah. Let me read one specific part and tell me if this sounds familiar. Okay. The patient immediately developed anxiety, not specific fear, insomnia as predominant or disconnected from reality, phase one of psychosis, 
further slipped into psychotic conditions represented by delusions of persecution, delusions of influence, thought insertion, delusional behavior leading to attempted suicide. Yep. Does that not sound like people that have gone crazy around you? Or the way that we look to uh, all of them, the, all of them. Yeah. Cause that's the way we look to all of them. So what if they're writing this up and using this as a reason why people are lashing out over the, at the government saying you're trying to kill us. <clears throat> Maybe this me. is another way to cover up another side effect of this fucking drug or whatever it is, DNA culture that they're trying to kill us with. And this is just another way to cover it up. How many suicides were the results of vaccine injury? How many people have been admitted to hospitals and said, oh, now you're crazy? Or how many of us are going to be wrapped up and said, oh, you guys are nuts? Mm. Oh, yeah. Must have been that vaccine. Let's go. Because I tell you, the other thing Mike Adams said, and I could not disagree, um, he went past that, you know, Arizona's going to be the, the start. And they are coming to take our guns away. You know, um, I want to say the administration put out a meme today, like, uh, we're, like we're we're going to ban assault style reference, uh, assault style rifles, not your not your shotgun or something like that. Uh, okay, um, you take one gun, you take them all. Well, I, I don't have any. They all went in. The I know pond. they're in the I pond. Mean, you can go fight the so, alligators for them. It's so sad. Except for the one you were holding the other day. I don't know which one that one. Yeah, that one it went in the work. pond. It went. I know. That's a fucking. That's a BB gun. Get work. out of here. Yeah, no, it's an air rifle. Yeah. Anyway, um, but he he said too that when they sign this uh, this WHO pandemic treaty, which is probably going to be in early January, mid January. That's that's all they're waiting for to declare or release the next pandemic so that then then the the who apparently usurps our sovereignty. No, wait, that's Holy what they want. Shit. No, it all clicked. What? Look, what is the one thing that I, I couldn't figure out? So we, we had those clips of Fauci earlier. I don't know where they went uh, from the Sunday shows this weekend mm -hmm. after he like did his tour last week of I'm out of this office. No, he's still going on Sunday shows. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. Anyway, I went back and I watched one of them. He said it again. He said, this is not a pandemic of the vaccinated. Yes, it is. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. He said that again. And I was like, why, why would you, Hold yourself to that when you know that the people that have been vaccinated are getting COVID more than the people that haven't been vaccinated. That makes sense now. Because that that's how, oh, you're on, come on, you're unvaccinated. Let's go. You're going to the psycho ward because all of this well, shit's happening. They're to already you. talking about it in Canada that they're going to treat patients, people that have, oh. that are vaccine hesitant with psychiatric medication. Oh Yeah. They, we talked about that just the other day. I see that happening here in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Oh, you, you fucked arts. Come on. Let's go. Yep. Hey, that's the day that we get to have fun with blue helmets in the streets. Sparky said, put Seamus in the pond if the ATF comes. He's the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> he would totally do it too. He went running through the ball today. I was like, damn it, Seamus, you're all covered in mud. Oh, oh wow. All Are right. We, exactly, Tammy. This is what <sighs> I get angry about. Right. Hey, Mick, um, are you playing with your beard a lot tonight so we notice? Your weak chin. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I just. Uh, no. It's itchy. All right. All right. We're going to get out of here. I did. I did a lot, a lot. I used to give him a lot of shit about his chin. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, had he, a, is he had so, a picture. He, so damn big now. He, he had a fucking picture in, in his in his office or in his studio of him with a shaved face, and I had never seen it before. And then one Who, night, Justin. Yeah, me and him were talking on this. We were just bullshitting after a show, mm -hmm. and I was working on the OBS bullshit. And he pulls this picture out. And he goes, "I bet you wouldn't recognize this guy." And he throws it right in front of the camera. And I was like, "Holy shit! Who is that?" And I was like, who the fuck is that guy? And he goes, yeah, dickhead, it's me. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, dude, holy shit, bro. And I was like, look at that chin. And he's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. He got so offended that I went right yeah. after his chin. And it was so funny because I just, after that, after I knew it was that button, oh, every God. night, be like, how you doing with that chin? Did you get punched in the mouth today? Anyway, it was hysterical. I he was know. he was a funny that motherfucker. I, I know. Anyway, yeah, we got to get out of here. Mm -hmm. um, we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, six p.m. Eastern, five forty-five for Leanna's Lounge. If you don't like to listen to the music for fifteen minutes, come in at six. If you don't want to listen to the first intro song, come, come in at six oh five. And if you don't, and if you don't like the, cussing, like the cussing, don't come in at all. Just fuck off. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I don't think we can tell you any other way. We're going to use every word in the English dictionary and yeah. then some. Oh, that was a great way to break the ice. Dr. Pooty thought that was hysterical. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, people. Really? Anyway. All right. Uh, um, yeah, that was such a great interview. Honestly, we can't, I, I can't get into freaking any, anything else. So, um, fangirl. I know. She went all fangirl. Dude. I might get laid tonight. You might. Damn. If you sucks. stay up past the time that I drop the podcast and put out the Substack. When a doctor's, you know, does the thing, you know, that sucks for you. <laughs> Damn. Don't worry. You're cuter than he is. <sighs> and you got a beard. Yeah, I do. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, right. again, tomorrow night, 545 for Leanna's Lounge. Yep. And uh, we'll see that. Hey, and by the way, Leanna's show starts at 9.05, folks. And uh, <laughs> she was not there yet. Mm -hmm. uh this morning so i usually uh, jump into liana's show at 9 15 so so yeah liana's, liana's <coughs> Sparky, show he can't shave his head because he'll he'll look like a white supremacist no it'll be he worse did that after his brain surgery was it'll be really worse. bad it'll be worse it was like straight up like you saw him you just no, want to put scars. a white coat on I his got, head like, scars all yeah no, there. Really you don't want to see it, it looks like fucking roast beef <laughs> Ooh, i'm trying to my throat i'm trying to keep my hair i'm trying to do everything to save my hair i've used every Fantastic treatment to save anyway, hairs. Um, to... Yes. But Leanna's show starts at 9.05 tomorrow morning. So yep. if you want to check it out, go check it out. It's over on the foxhole. Don't forget our featured sponsor of the night, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Go to defiantsilver.life. Seriously, y'all, if you have if you have like a couple hundred bucks extra, I know no one has any extra money right now. But at, uh, what was it, like twenty one sixty an ounce? Yeah. I mean, you, you can pick up a, a couple hundred bucks in silver. It could very well save your life next year. 
And if not, in a couple months, it'll be worth like five times as much. So it's literally going up like 15% a week right now. So, um, I mean, just, just do it. Define silver.life and Dr. Kirk Kelly will take care of you. And if you just want an, an easy link, you can just go to patriotpartypod.com, scroll down to our sponsors and click on the Dr. Kirk Elliott link there. There you go. There you go. Uh, so uh, like, 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 share, subscribe. And um, I'm sorry, real quick, our, our featured sponsors for the last two nights. Um, oh, we really got to go. Fuck. Yeah, we got to get out of here. Sorry. What time is it? 830? Yeah. Almost. My phone said we got to right, go. We got to go. Okay. All right. Later. We're Bye. Out. Drop out Red Pill and then play the, the outro. Is this? No. No. All right. Yeah. There you go. We're up. Okay. Bye, y'all. Later. Save changes. All right. Okay. And we're, we're leaving, folks. Adios, y'all. Adios. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Good night. As soon as I get over here and I push the button. There you go.
You can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find out.